What you about to witness is my thoughts. Just my thoughts, man. What's up, friends? I brought some friends in here today that I worked with a few years ago, and this was a great time. But I want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by itinerary.com. Itinerary.com, what they do is they're helping you plan your trip, so when you go and visit somewhere, you're actually seeing the cool shit. So give them a check out. It's I-T-I-N-E-R-E-R-I.com, itinerary.com, I-T-I-N-E-R-E-I.com. <laughs> so hard to spell, but we're going to work on that. Check out itinerary.com. Ciao. Where's my bass at? What do you mean, where's your bass can, can, at? Give me some bass. I don't hear any snare in my eardrum. <laughs> well, boys, let's go ahead and uh, get this party started. What's up, everybody? I'm back. I've been putting out a lot of episodes. This is like my fifth episode this week. This is a good time. I'm here tonight with some good friends, and we have no topic that we're going to cover. <laughs> But we'll probably cover everything. We're going to argue a lot because we don't agree on anything. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> we I got my two we... friends here. I got Rick Nault. Hello, hello. Rick, uh, he's a, he fought in the Iraq War. And so I, I kind of want to get a little bit into that if we can. Uh, OIF-3. You... All, the, all the veterans out there will know that one. Okay. Oh, what OIF you went to. There's different, th- different years. Oh, okay. There all right. There you go. But, and then, back by popular demand, <laughs> Braden McCorkle, the highest, second highest, most played uh, episode on the podcast. We'll just take got it passed with this up one. today. We'll take it with this one. Good for you, Ty. Because he has his family listen to it, that's all. Yeah, I paid a lot of people. I mean, <laughs> I'm really running out of money, so uh, if, if people can just listen for real this time, that'd be great. I appreciate you boosting up my, my ratings. Um, and then we are waiting on our good friend Michael Dietzen, who got caught up at work, unfortunately, because he's <laughs> playing ahead. On a Friday night. That sucks. It does. <sighs> Boys, welcome down to Broad Ripple. What's going on? Um, we made it. Yeah. Had some parking trouble. As you know, I've, I've only been doing the Broad Ripple during daylight hours. Yeah. How many years have you lived here? Came here in uh, oh, oh 08. In 11 years. 11 years and you've never been down to Broad Ripple at night? You gotta remember, I came, when I moved here, I came here with. He had already had his Broad Ripple days. I already, had, I already <laughs> had four kids. There was no Broad <laughs> yeah. Ripple nights. Yeah. You couldn't afford to go to Broad Ripple. I why anybody goes to the bar and pays $6 a beer. Talking too, too loud. Yep. Good? Yeah, so we, right. we don't actually have to make love to the mic this time. All right. <laughs> yep. We, uh, we have plenty of room. That's why I came back, though. That's, oh, yeah, <laughs> of course, yeah. Got to make love to the mic. Yeah. Oh, I years. see you got one of those. Nice. I was like, dang, yeah, you snagged one. Yeah. Oh, you know how many of these I have, though? Like I mean, three. Yeah, same. Because if you lose it, it's 10 bucks. You're going to get new pods with it anyway, so might as well just No, do if it. you go to uh, the get-go on 116th in Cumberland, $1. They're trying to get these people hooked on these things. <laughs> well, I can, I'm, I'm thinking they're three for three here, so they're doing all right. <laughs> you don't yeah. understand. When we went to Michigan, you know, I go up there for one thing 
And the big thing people are driving from Michigan for is flavored pot. Really? Because they're illegal in Michigan right now. This is the craziest thing. That's crazy. Weird. And my father-in-law's house and the neighbor's like, oh, you guys wouldn't have any mint jewels, would you? <laughs> and my daughter just smoked some mint jewels, so we were, she gave her 25 bucks for them. Because Savannah had like three or four pods. Yeah, it's kind of like she the, was just uh, leave me one pod. I'll get more when I get to Indiana. It's like selling insulin, going up to yeah. Canada, get some insulin, and selling on the black market. It's wild. It's a it's wild crazy. time. It is a wild time. Wait, it's what like uh, ten times more expensive here. What is insulin? Oh, oh yeah. yeah if, Thank God I'm I, not that diabetic yet. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that diabetic. Are you diabetic? Yeah. Okay. They have control it though. Okay. So okay. I haven't even actually. I haven't been on medication for two months. Nice. So are you, are you, you're losing weight. You said. Yeah. Nice. Down about thirty pounds. Dang. So nice work. Shout out Rick. Well, she, you're down by what thirty? Yeah, right, right there. I got to get back more focused. I've kind of plateaued. Yeah. But. Dude, that's still fucking awesome. Thirty mm. pounds is a lot of extra yeah. human to carry around. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> when my jeans, oh yeah, my jeans was the biggest thing that I noticed. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. I can't tell on my face because of the beard, so. Yeah, the beard's gnarly, man. It looks good. It's, it's long as hell. a long time. I got some serious beard envy. I'm working they, really hard on they, my face. It's it, not working. Yeah, they're, they're, they are great. Like, this time of year, you it you notice. It's beautiful. Right there. Dang, you got to carry nice that around. When it gets this big, you got to carry one of these around with you. Just keep it in check. Oh, yeah. You ever you get food stuck in that thing? There's... What do you eat? Sometimes I, you have to pull yeah, it back. Well... <laughs> My mustache part isn't it? Fertilize the garden, you're right. I, last time I trimmed it up, I came too close to the mustache part. I want to get this to get really nice, big, thick. I want uh, Sam Elliott. Yeah. Oh, Sam, Sam Elliott. Elliot. You don't know? Who the hell's Sam Elliott? Oh, fuck. Um, oh, fra- he, I think People he was on the I forget the, who I talk to sometimes. On Netflix. Yeah, he's on The Ranch on Netflix. Oh, man, That's on what he's the, known for, people. The Ranch, the ranch on Netflix. That series with Ashton okay. Kutcher. I've never watched God. that, but I've heard Tombstone? It's you guys ever seen Tombstone? Heard of it. I eat the pizza, too. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you, I'm your Huckleberry? No, I've never seen that. Oh my gosh. Never seen that. Forget. That's so, Rick, good. I brought you some, some yinglings. I think these are good I beers. I don't usually drink this shit. Yeah, I, I fell. I'm a big fan. I no? fell in the fad when it came to Indiana. And yeah, I was drinking it before it came here. Yeah. My dad used to always get, like, so my sister lived in Ohio when yeah, they got it. Yeah, we get it. So, yeah, so she would bring over a couple cases of yingling just because of the novelty of it. It's not, I don't think it's very good. Well, we came back from Tennessee. I brought two cases of it in bottles. Yeah. I told my son to go put them in. This is when the garage was in a room. I told him, go put them in the garage. I heard him throw them. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, two cases, two cases gone. Just no gone shit. On garage floor. Just Did you keep that one? Do you still have him? He's on a short leash. No, <laughs> he's on a short leash. So, how many kids do you have, Rick? Six. I have five children. Five children. Well, I have, <clears throat> I have one in Michigan, so I have six, and I have uh, three boys with my wife, ages thirteen. Eli's ten. Where is he? It's probably hard to keep track. <laughs> well, no, he's eleven. Eli's eleven. Just turned eleven. Hayden's thirteen. Caleb's seven. Tyler's just turned 20. He's my stepson, but and my stepdaughter just turned 19 uh, on the 11th. But I've been with their mother since they were f- four, four, yeah. three and four. So I remember Savannah, when I came home from Iraq, was out of diapers. That was a big thing. Out of pull-ups at night, at least. Yeah, Braden just got out of pull-ups, too. Yeah. 
I know. It's a big step, bro. Yeah, but no one was very happy, you know, for me. Like when it's you can't walk around with that smell. I know. I'd make <laughs> a I'd make another reference, but I know these kids wouldn't get it. Yeah. No, we baby's kids. The what? Baby's kids. Baby's no, kids. no, no. Hey, right. man, you're talking to some millennials here. Yeah. Let's try and remember that. Baby's kids. I mean, look it up. I just had him on. Did you watch Goodwill Hunting yet? No. It was great. It was a it was a great. I mean, movie. I've heard great things about it. I yeah. know it's like an iconic movie. It just I don't know that I can watch something in like. It holds up. What are you gonna say? You don't know if you can watch something that's old like that? Because I feel that way. If that is that what yeah, you're gonna so say? Yeah, so I was going something like that, but just something that's not like you know where you can't really see details on the screen, <laughs> where it's just like standard. Death. Robin Williams yeah. makes the movie. It's a good movie. It really is. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck wrote it. Yeah, that you know? that that's what was surprising. It was Gus Van Zandt, I think, is the director. I'm probably wrong, though, but I think that's who it was. It was long, though. It had it had parts where my attention was yeah. elsewhere, but overall, a good movie. So yeah. he was um, he was just like a genius. He's was just a genius that was put in foster care all his whole life, grew up in the south side of Boston, lived that, lived that life in and out of juvie. Southside Boston. Yeah. That's what yeah. Lark, Lark says. He's from South, Southie Boston. Well, Winchester. Affleck and that play the role so good. You guys ever see The Town? Oh, oh that is great awesome. Movie. I yeah. love that movie. It's got one of my favorite lines ever. It's like, he's asking to go rob the bank. He's like, whose car are we taking? No, the best line in the movie. <laughs> I, I sent it to you guys the other night. The best line in the movie. Oh, what did he say? Ben Affleck walks into Jeremy Renner and goes, I got to ask a favor. Yeah. One, you can't ask any questions. And two, we're going to beat the shit out of some people. <laughs> Who's driving? That's all <laughs> Renner says. I'm like, oh, that's all you ever need to know. That's a friend. Who's yeah. driving? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> so I guess I should probably give a little backstory. So the three of us and then uh, Deaton, who's on his way, we used to work together at Advanced Solutions. And we were selling some engineering software. Braden's still in that game. Uh, but we sold some engineering software. We had a great time. We made almost no money for all the sales that we made. <laughs> and we all got fired. <laughs> yeah. Some, yeah. Which and I would say in outstanding fashion in every situation. Yeah, everybody got stepped out. No one was just, hey, sorry, it's, you're not going to work out here. It was, it was, it it was, was dramatic. Never, nothing to do with sales. Yeah, but it was got like go. Oh. It was never. That yeah. being said, I'll go on record to say while maybe it wasn't the greatest place to work for, and there was a lot. I learned a lot there professionally, mm-hmm. definitely, and definitely met like some of the best people I've, I still know to this day. So yeah, I do definitely appreciate that. Yeah, if anything, <laughs> it was so much fun. I look back on it and I miss it a lot. But the reason that we are all here tonight is because even though we worked together like four years ago or three years ago, uh, yeah, we still know. talk like every day in this group chat. And it's like I said, when we first started, like we, we disagree on almost everything. <laughs> and so we just bitch at each other back and forth and it's a great time. Yeah. I'd say if you, if you took the entire spectrum of like opinions, we are pretty well spread out yeah. amongst it. Yeah. I, I think that's why it probably works because mm-hmm. it's like, there's an almost never four to one agreement on anything. Like where no, like no. one person's eye, it's almost always three two. It's like the Supreme Court. Our group text is like the, it's the. Supreme but it's Court. also someplace I know. <laughs> if, we like should if, make all the policy. If yeah. I don't know something, I can know to go get your guys' opinion on. It oh yeah. About some. Hey, have you guys tried this place or have you been here? Like if I went somewhere and like boom, I'm going to tell you guys about it. Like Dietz and 
showing us the fucking mountains while we're freezing our ass off. I don't fucking care, Deaton. Don't <laughs> you with the fucking Hawaii pictures. So yeah, yeah when yeah. I went to fucking Myrtle Beach, did the dad thing. Pictures yeah. on the beach from England. Yeah, there's a lot of emotion that we that we share. You know, like sometimes you're bragging, sometimes you're not. But no, but like you... seriously, if I have a question about something, have you guys ever done? That? I know I can ask you guys, and most of the time I get an answer. Sometimes it's real world uh, falls on deaf ears. Yeah, it's like Google for just quick stuff. You know. <laughs> yeah. Like, but I need Our a personalized like answer. Google, yeah. The firewood guy, right there. Yeah. Like, you did not know firewood guy. Did you call him? No, I haven't called him. Oh, Caitlin's. Bro. She's like, when are you gonna call the firewood guy? Because we keep buying these fake logs. Yeah. They're they're wonderful because they're yeah. quick and easy. They light up. Yeah. Right. And they're expensive as shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she's yeah. like, oh my gosh, when are we gonna get this firewood? Fifty dollars. Does a he rig. deliver? He delivers it. Can you just get one, Rick? You can get one, Rick. Rick. You're gonna want two, though. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're gonna want two. It threw me off whenever Rick said that I could get a Rick of wood for fifty dollars. Let me put it this Rick way. for fifty. Just because where I'm from in the UP, the bigger logs. Once you get a big, nice set of coals going, throw you can throw one big log on there, mm-hmm. and it'll burn for an hour. Ladies and gentlemen, that's why our group chat is beneficial. We how how long does one of those things burn? Three hours. Three hours. Yeah, and it's just one flame coming yeah. off of it because it's. Press cardboard. Yeah. Okay. It's just nice to look at. Look at him selling you right it's now. Not, but it's not very fireplace warm. Is I know. So nothing better, better than a nice, hot fucking fireplace. And again, you bought a house in Fishers. We're not in Fishers, man. We're in Indianapolis. Come on. Seriously? Seriously. <laughs> I ain't trying Uh-oh. to. You're on the other side of 96. You guys aren't seeing this, but I'm holding <laughs> I'm on, them back. I'm on the right side of 96. I ain't living in no Fishers. It, so it is an Indianapolis address? Yeah. yeah. Which is hilarious. literally yours about is half a mile. Which Rick is hilarious. Where I live... I got four six zero three eight Fishers, but the street right over from me is Noblesville. Well, which one would you prefer? I really don't care. Yeah, I kind of figured that. Both towns just they're. I don't care for either one of them. <laughs> I really don't. You've I've, lived in a lot of places. What's lived. your What's your favorite place that you've lived? Savannah, Georgia was. Oh man, I want to go there really bad. Savannah, Georgia was something, because it's got like a. They get a Mike, Michael Scott's impression of his southern accent right now when he said Savannah, Georgia, <laughs> as soon as you said that. It's, well, I didn't live in Savannah. But I lived in Hinesville. That's where the Army base was. But we'd uh, go, me and my wife would take the kids to minor league games in Savannah. There's Tybee Island. But when you go downtown, it's, it's not that big. They, like, they have street bands. And they're, everybody's drinking outside. It's very artsy downtown. Mm-hmm. And it's just so laid back. The boardwalk. And it's weird. The boardwalk's got all these different shops. And the weirdest part is my father-in-law grew up there. And we were going to drive down his street. And he goes, oh, I'll show you the house I grew up in. And we start going down the street. He goes, yeah, still the poor neighborhood. Just, <laughs> just a different color now. And that's all he said. And we just drove. He goes, that's the house. And it was just, it was a lot of African-Americans just saying, he goes, it was, this was the white poor neighborhood. He grew up with no dad, um, a brother, his mom. My, my father-in-law is the most generous man I know. Mm-hmm. For Christmas, he goes overboard for the kids. And I asked mm-hmm. my wife one time, and she told me, well, he got a football for Christmas one year. He was so excited, that's all he wanted. A football. Next day, his mom had to go and take it back because they needed money. Shit. So once he so made money, he makes it makes sure everybody gets what they want for Christmas. That's nice. Like That's we good. have to tell him things he we're gonna get for the kids, so he can't get them. Because <laughs> they'll just throw Christmas lists out there. And we're like, no, 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 no. Yeah, we're getting this, that. Crazy. Sounds like a good guy. 
don't go to Savannah in the summer. Go it's too spring hot. in the fall. Yeah. And it just it's so muggy. Yeah. Paula Dean's restaurant, uh, well worth it. Oh, well worth <laughs> I need it. to get down there for a Georgia game. Maybe we can do a road trip. Get down there, eat some food. Fall, of course. Georgia. He's just going to do me like that. You know, I, I felt this earthquake. That, the, I felt the earthquake, and I was like, oh, I yeah. stopped almost yeah. instantly. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I think I think we might end up playing a bowl game, so maybe we'll. Yeah, we'll probably yeah. be playing against yeah. each other. That's we'll, the way it's looking. we'll go down there, get some food. If we can run the table. If we can't run the table, we won't be seeing you because you guys are going to be a one-loss team. Not We're speaking about else. college football right now. He's a Michigan fan. I'm a Georgia fan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll see. Got a big game tomorrow? I don't, don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'd rather not think about it right now. You still go to that gym over in Fisher's there? Um, at 45? Yeah. Uh, once in a while. Um, so since There's Caitlin a couple of gyms in that complex, isn't there? Yeah, so there's a new one that just went up. Um, live right. It's mm-hmm. like their new. It's basically like their new, their mega location. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be really nice. F forty five is over there. There's a solid core over there. Yeah, solid core. Yeah, you cool. should get in a solid core, man. Get some Pilates going. No, <laughs> I take the dogs for a walk every day. We go yeah, five five to seven miles a day. Really? Yeah. No shit. Just go all around the different parts of the neighborhood. And That's a lot of walking. Just cruise. Yeah, I think I'm starting. To, awesome. I think I'm going to start jogging here as soon as I can get Gunner, the other, the male dog, to start jogging. Start jogging with Fuck me. Fuck jogging, man. Ugh. Yeah, I'd rather. I think I'd rather walk further. But you see, <laughs> I've told you guys about my heart rate. My resting heart rate. Yeah, you is can't amazing. get. Yeah, yeah. You've never heard about my resting heart rate. I, it's ringing a bell. I don't remember. Let's see what it's at. Right yeah, now. like never goes up. He so might. I was working out with one of my friends, Roger. He was on the podcast a couple episodes a couple episodes ago. We yeah. did a health pass tour for our magazine. Mm-hmm. We went to this new gym downtown, and they kept like they have a heart rate monitor on everybody, and they kept okay. like coming in and saying that his heart rate monitor wasn't working. But it wasn't that; it was just that he was so in shape that it didn't look like he was exercising. That's, That's crazy. disgusting. It was crazy, dude. He was like, we're all like, most people are like in the one forties, one fifties, and he's still he's just that's, like chilling that's upper sixties. Damn. That's kind of high. That's 52. And that's when you just, that's just wild. sitting around. Yeah. Like when I was in I the Army, uh, they, you know, check your resting heart rate. I had a 42. Damn. And the drill sergeant's like, nah. And I'm like, it's 42. 54? That's just my wife. That's crazy. Yeah, mine's like probably pretty high because I always have so much fucking oh, caffeine. Maybe it's a negative. Maybe You've seen my calves, right? How big my calves are? Do you want to? You've seen my calves, dude. You've seen them. I call them bulls. No. Because they're not calves. They're bulls. Yeah, I got, I got big calves, too. So I, I always tell them I got a big big bull heart, too. Yeah. That's, okay. that's what we got going on here. All right. I mean, I've never seen a big fella without, like, big, big old calves. calves yeah. There's I, a proportion thing in my there. Family. Have you always had big calves? I have, grew up in a house with two, two to three flights of stairs. If you were in a basement, okay. three flights all the way up. <laughs> And we lived on Rick a has hill. buns of steel is what he's getting at. Buns of steel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I've, I've, my dad doesn't have big calves. I just have big calves. This is Bad the deepest ankles. conversation I've ever had about calf muscles. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? I was the calf muscles for a while. We, uh, we should have got more beer. <laughs> we fucked up. Oh, Deaton's on his way. Well, when's your wife's due date, by the way? Deaton ain't so uh, she is due on March 
26th. Um, what's that? Was that public knowledge yet? We just, so yesterday <laughs> I was on the podcast with my friend uh, Butters, and he's like talking about like my kid on the way. I was like, oh, that's not public knowledge. Okay. <laughs> and so, I've Kayla listened. doesn't listen to the podcast, and mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, well, we got to make our little announcement tonight. So I was like, yeah, babe, come on, let's just tell everybody so I can publish my podcast, basically. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so we just you know shared that news with everybody last night. So awesome. social everybody. media, I'm guessing. Is yeah, that what you mean? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Excited for you. You you have no clue. I'm pumped. Man. When you see them little things, I'd say strap on, just go for the ride because fucking you have no clue what you're in for. <laughs> you have no clue. That's powerful. You're gonna witness shit that's gonna blow your mind. Like what? Any tips? You're gonna see things that you didn't think could piss you off. <laughs> And you're just gonna be like, what? Why the fuck is he doing that? Who, who taught him to do this? Whose kid is this? Exactly. He's gonna say inappropriate things at inappropriate times. Good. No. We're in Applebee's one day. My son, my 13 year old. That time he was about four. Big old waitress bends over oh, in front goodness. of us. Look at how big her ass is. Oh, oh no. Man. My wife has an uh, <clears throat> interview, daycare interview the other day. So there's parents over there. My seven-year-old runs in and goes, I'm a badass. Yeah, I like that, though. You know, right, yeah. If you don't you tell know, the world what you are, yeah. they'll tell you. Yeah. You don't want kids going home <laughs> from daycare going, Dad, I'm a dad. I'm a bat. Well, yeah, you might, if it's a boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Course, yeah. I'm, yeah, I feel like if I had a boy, I'm glad I'm having me. a boy. Is because like I, I feel you can't like, wait for your son well, to tell you, Dad, I'm a badass. Yeah, I'm a. This is gonna be his first words. Like, Here's a good question. Badass. Skip badass. Yeah. What's bad one thing? I heard this question. Hey, what's one thing that taught you a lesson that if today's parents saw it be taught that way, they would blow their minds. Per- Here's a perfect. My dad example. hit me with a shovel. Did you do it again? No, <laughs> no, nope. but exactly. Did Damn. your mom say anything? Nope. Why didn't you hit him twice? <laughs> Nothing like that, right? Yeah. I got got whipped by my papa. I should uh, yeah. I should also add dog. add that it was like one of those plastic snow shovels. It wasn't like a like a metal. <laughs> it wasn't like WrestleMania. The back of the head. <laughs> I was. We had a rule that when you were at the camp, you couldn't be on the dock with nobody out front. Mm-hmm. But there was all these little fishes, and when you're five, six, seven years old, you lay down on the dock, and you can just see them. I heard that screen door close, and there was my papa on the top of the stairs, and all he said was, get a switch, and there was Willow. Yeah. And I got, like, four or five of them across my ass. You that shit today? Hell no. You'd be on I the news. That, and a lot of people were chiming in with answers, like, like, how do you learn not to get hit with the ball in baseball? You, coach, get hit you, with the ball? You, when you're afraid with it, you're afraid of the ball, you always get out. How does the coach teach you? He hits, hits you. you with the ball yeah. repeatedly until you're no longer afraid. I think you're a freaking dog. But today's parents wouldn't know yeah. that. Well, this parent will. I don't give a shit. My my kid mouths off, smack him. I don't give a shit. Oh, my kids, my kids is spanking. What are you afraid of, parenting wise? Man, I haven't even thought about that. I'll tell you this right now, uh-huh. everything's gonna freak you out, and yeah, just. You you have people that have kids that know kids like. We get a lot of, because my wife owns a daycare, mm-hmm. and we'll get a lot of first-time parents, and they'll, they'll freak out about a little fever or something, and my wife will have to tell them, no, 
I gave the baby some Motrin or I gave him some baby Tylenol, like see where it's going. And then there, there's some parents who are just like, well, it's just an earache. And, you know, because, you know, babies get earaches. I'm like, no, it's not. This is what it is. They're telling you this is what it is. So as long as you have somebody you can reach out to, mm-hmm. just don't freak out. Because we had one parent that was freaking out, freaking out, and she finally just said, I have a question. I'm going to you. And that's what she does. She yeah. goes to my wife. He's doing this. I'm like, yep, he'll do that. So I, I feel like I was lucky. I have so I have six sisters. Five six. of them are older, and they almost all have kids. So I have like thirteen or fourteen nieces and nephews, ranging from I don't know like four or five all the way to I think one just turned twenty, which is mind blowing. Jeez. So yeah, I've been I've had kids. I've helped. I can't say helped. Raise, I get you. But I've I've had kids around for a long, long What's time. What's the age cap? Are you the youngest? I'm the second youngest. What's the age gap between the youngest and the oldest? Oh, that's a great question. Let's see. My oldest sister's probably four. She's probably your age. 43. Maybe even 44. And then my youngest is two years younger than me, so 27. That's not bad for, yeah. I mean, the amount of kids. Yeah. Yeah. But we have a 20 yeah. to 7. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good gap. Yeah. But I, you know, I had these kids around all the time, and always had a buyer. That's what it is. You what? You always had a buyer, didn't you? A buyer. Alcohol. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I when I needed it. Yeah, I got sister, a fake ID. Pretty. My young. sister was seven months pregnant. I made her go to the store and get me a case of beer. Oh man, I bet you know how laugh. bad they probably judged her <laughs> for the I rest her of her life. Maybe for her twenty-first birthday because she found out she was pregnant. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's her a Rick's such a sweetheart. <laughs> the, I don't know what I'm scared of though. I know that I will be, you know, scared at some point for some things. Can you handle a diaper? Guess we'll see. Yeah, it smells not like bad smells or anything bother you. You know what's weird is puke grosses me out way more than poop or pee. Here's honest to God, here's what's gonna happen to you. I'm like, we were in Arizona and we were at my mother-in-law's house, and. I looked at my son at the time. I think he was like two, and you just you looked at him, and you, you get to know your your baby. You get to know your kid when it's growing up. And he, I looked at him, and I just put cupped my hands and put him in oh. front of me, and he puked all in my hands. But I knew if I get if this gets on the couch, he's gonna flip out. Mm-hmm. I cupped all of it that I could, and I just kept having him puke. And I was like, my wife ran. I think got paper towel, put her on my hand, just let him puke. And it's just what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, like nobody wants to catch puke. Yeah. Because her cousin was sitting there, and he ran to go puke because he mm. couldn't handle it. And I just told him, I said, you just do it. Yeah, so, like, if one of you guys just, like, if we're sitting here, and you just shit your pants, like, I wouldn't be offended. I'd probably laugh. But if one of you guys burps, I'll be just so angry and, like, <laughs> disgusted. Burps gross me out way more than, like, farts. Or anything. It's just it, that's something about it. that side of the digestion system is ugh. It's weird that you prefer it that, that yeah, direction. I mean, that direction is the issue. Well, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, farts are funny, at least. <laughs> yeah. I, no? I mean, no, I mean, they are, but, I, yeah, I feel, I, feel, I feel like the, the level. It's all like, fucking natural. It's just gross, it's just, man. It's like fresh chewed food. Yeah. I ha- so that's I like a- freshly digested food. food yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> I don't think we should try and make sense. I don't think I don't think you can that. make sense of, yeah, of I it. I can't make sense of it. So the, I think the reason it happened is I took a road trip with my my dear friend Patrick O'Sullivan. Shout out, Patty! If you're listening to this, 
You ruined burps for me forever. <laughs> we were uh, we took a road trip down to Florida, like right before college, and on the way home, he was just drink chugging monsters and just Bleh. and it smelled so bad and it was just like ugh. So that ruined burps for me. Like I get truly offended if somebody burps. Burps are burps. Yeah. yeah. I just hate when somebody will pass gas and not claim it. Oh, yeah. If that's it's just a bad coward. one, you claim that shit. Yeah. Walk around with pride. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a kid we had growing up, Jared Vickstrom. We called, we called him Bum. <laughs> he had some gas. Clear a room out. <laughs> we stayed, stayed, stayed in a hunting camp together. And he was allergic to gluten. Oh. <laughs> uh, you guys probably didn't know about that back then, right? Gluten? Yeah. Whatever. What the hell's a gluten? I seen my dad hung over eat pea soup with lasagna. Pea soup. I can't think. I don't know how anyone could eat pea soup. It was it was bad it, after uh, I after I saw The Exorcist, though, I really just didn't understand. Like, how can you not just think of that? I can't eat pea soup. You know what I mean? Can't eat. And peas aren't very. I can't eat chili. That's all, like, you, strike food Chili? I can't imagine a life where chili is not. I just burped. Yeah, I didn't hear it, so I'm cool. Oh, is We're it good. the sound? Is it the sound that you it's don't It's just like? the fact that, like, he can say, like, yeah, I just want a million dollars, but if I don't see it or hear it or feel it, then it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't exist. So yeah. I didn't hear or smell that. That's like an OCD thing. Yeah. I got plenty of them, man. I clean my ears. Yeah, like I was going to mention the ears. Like if it's How about like walking up and down steps? My ankles click every step. You don't count them? Do you have to end that up in even? No, nah, don't plant that shit in my head. I'm going to start doing that. I always have to do even. <laughs> I always have to do even. And my, if you go one on my steps, you only get to 13. So you have to... We, uh, okay. My step goes up and then it turns, so I take two steps on the landing. Yeah, that's fair. My wife has to have... All volume has to be even numbers. Yeah, that's a, that, that might be... I bet you that's probably one of the things across like the world that most people actually care about is that volume number. I oh, bet everyone has their own... Like rules when it comes to the volume number, and I don't know why yep. they're that way. That's why I just like the bar. Just yeah, the so bar. I have the bar. We have like a little Bose speaker box, and mm-hmm. it just has the bar. But yeah, if it's a, I don't, I don't really have a number. Like if if it's on my TV, I don't have a number. Yeah, I guess probably odds. Now that I think about it. Yeah, I used to. I, it doesn't bother me. It bothers my wife. I don't really care. Like yeah. I could just yeah. whip it. It used to bother me until I realized that 17, which was like a number I didn't like for different reasons, was the perfect volume. And I just, you know, you got <laughs> to change your mind. <laughs> you got to change your mind sometimes. So now it's 17. It's called growing as a person. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Rick, what was it like growing up in the UP? Wow. It's an experience <laughs> that I wish you all could have. So I grew up in the woods. Does that count? Yeah, it's 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 comparable. It it really is comparable. You just didn't have the snow we had. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we'd get or mosquito I mean, birds. We'd have snow banks, you know, six feet high, in my neighborhood, and you'd go sledding every day, and sounds awesome. It was just it was just a blast. I mean, you got when you got older, you went snowmobiling. You know, um, you'd go to people's camps. You doing you wouldn't have to. I'd have a, my buddy down the street, Mike Nermy. I could call him for two things. Delta Force is on. <laughs> Chuck Norris movie. Awesome movie. About killings. Middle Easterns. And, <laughs> dude, I got a cooler full of beer. You want to hit the back roads. 
and we once we got off the blacktop, we could hit back roads all day, camp up, go to lakes, we could bird hunt, whatever, and just drink a cooler full of beer and never hit blacktop until we had to get home in that last quarter mile we'd hit blacktop. It was just, I mean, we were free to do anything we wanted. Mm-hmm. I mean, you couldn't drink and drive. I got I got a DUI up there. Did you? Yeah, got a DUI. One of the reasons I joined the military. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to military. <laughs> and uh, because it's just what you did. You you measured things by how long how long is it to get from your house to Skaney? It's about six beers, six seven beers. How, <laughs> I'll how never fa- forget the you, day I, you told you, me that. But then you go, how fast you drink it? I don't know. Beer every few miles. Then you're looking at a 12 pack. If you're going to take the back roads up Pashiki <laughs> Grade, if you're going to hit the AAA and hit the Pashiki Grade and just take the back roads, you're looking at at least, you better bring a 12 pack of beer because you ain't going to see a store for a while. And that's just all back roads all the way. I've told he likes to go camping in places. I told him about a place that's it's free. You're right on Lake Superior. It's you just don't Michigan. Have, and it's just, there's a river that comes through that's warmer water that you can swim in and then you got Lake Superior out in front and people go out there all uh, summer long and just camp there. It's it is nice up there. This is random, but as somebody from Michigan, what do you think about pure Michigan commercials? I love them. Oh, I fucking hate them. Pure Michigan. But the, I will say this, like you, a lot if, if Michigan's fucking beautiful, don't get me wrong. It's gorgeous. Like I've been up there in like in the summer particularly, it is beautiful. It's God's country. You got to go in the fall. That's when it's God's I, country. I believe you, yeah. But like the fall for me cuz that's fucking. when I was in the woods the most. It was I would love the bird hunting and deer hunt would come in in the fall and in November. And I always, I love snow. Yeah, it's I wish snow in Indiana would stick and we it would be here for a month or two. Cold well, did you have a did you have a beard like that when you were like seven? No, no. Came I out like I, that. I honestly I thought didn't start came growing beards. I, I remember when I got my first big buck. I had a beard and I was so proud of it. And I look at that picture now and I just laugh. I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> dude, I'm almost what was that, about thirty. Three months. That was and about three is, months. This is two weeks. That's I'm almost three. thirty years old and I still can't even grow a fucking beard. You just gotta lie. I yeah, I couldn't for just the longest time. Harder. No. <laughs> Well, yeah, I th- yeah, I'm they, curious they if you're doing it. They do that stuff out. out there that you can put on your face, I guess. So yeah. But you kind of just have to let it come in, and it's like, it's mm-hmm. just like, oh, so you're, we're doing this now. Yeah. That's really, like, what happened. That's I don't know. Doing. Caitlin's begging me to shave. I'm this like, is no, August I'm 1st. August 1st. Except for this. This is uh, middle of July. I had a goatee, mm-hmm. but it was a short goatee. I didn't, you know, like, it was to the skin, and this was bare, so it wasn't that much longer. So you're going a full year. I'm going to try to go a full year with one. Man, that's going to be See long as shit. Go. How long will that get? Well, this is, what, three months? I'll probably do you, do you mean like year. you're going to let it grow for that long, or I'm you're gonna just going to keep it? I'm going to let it grow, I'm going to keep doing everything, and I'm going to form it. I'm going gotcha. to keep yeah, it It looks tight. well kept. Yeah, I'm keeping yeah it, it looks tight. nice. Got the comb. I got a brush. I yeah. He called me out on my beard when I came over uh, the other day, and I was like, all right, it's time. That's why I said, I said, I know when it's time to actually, because I got to let it grow out and just let it get wild so that it's full enough. And when someone yeah, said, hey, believe, Jesus, it's I time. I believe the beard industry now. It just blew me away. When I, when I was like, okay, I'm going to be serious. Because when I met you guys, I let my beard grow for like three months. And then I cut Did it you? down and then I let it grow for another three months. But I never took care of it. I never, yeah. I just, it was untamed. I'm like, this time I'm going to grow it, and I'm just going to see what it looks like. You got some real Santa Claus shit going there. It's I all, know. like, straightened out. And it's well a kept. nice beard, though. Like, yeah, his beard nice. looks like what you're supposed to yeah, look like. Yeah, it's, yeah. You got to let the neck grow. That's the thing. You got to let the neck grow for Oh, yeah, I, I, cut, I trim my neck. 
Okay. Braden's the king of the neck beard. That's where he got his. If first you're gonna beard. do it, yeah. I've, I've, if you're gonna do it, they say one one knuckle up, one middle up. It's holy great here. Yeah. But, but no, yeah. back to UPI. My my grandfather. I sent you guys that text. Which so one? I, the one about when my grandfather passed away was last week. Oh yeah, yeah. Just the type of guy he was. That's that's what he Ubers. That's what they did. I've been watching a lot of videos on it lately, like how these people grew up back then. It just blows my mind. Like, he just quit school. Yeah, no, it's just wild, to help right? on the farm. Just like, who do, who does that to help their family nowadays? Unless you're in a third world country. I mean, I ain't doing it. I think that happens more than we probably realize, though. Well, I mean, is it is that because kids these kids these days don't want to work, or is it because it would just not be a good choice? He was the oldest boy. So he sacrificed for everybody down below because everybody else graduated after he did. Yeah. He graduated in the early 70s. He went back to school because it's the only way I think he could become a, a mine boss okay. is if he had a diploma. So he had to go back to school to get his diploma. I can't imagine doing that. Nowadays. Yeah, I, I don't think many people, I don't think many people in our generation would do that. I mean, they might I, quit I school, but... No yeah, I don't have many farmers. Yeah, yeah, especially not the that and, exact and this is scenario. It's depression. A like, yeah. This is mid thirties. Okay. He was born in twenty nine, so this is early forties. Right. The war broke out. Jeez, you know, people needed farmhands. He could bring in money because mm-hmm. he wasn't old enough to go in the war. FDR created Pearl Harbor, mm-hmm. so we go to the war. Well, let's just back that up. Uh, I was just trying to stoke the fires. I don't yeah. actually believe that. <laughs> Well, I'm sure we'll get into some conspiracy at some point. <laughs> like the fact that you two yahoos believe that there are rich people that we don't know about. If Dietzen's coming, tell him to bring beer. Yeah, see, He's there's, not. there's this thing about Dietzen where I he just... He don't reply. Well, that and I he just... He swamped uh, at work on a Friday night in the fourth quarter. It's all right. The fourth quarter don't end until this end of December, bro. Yeah, I just, I just don't, ex- I don't see him going to the liquor store for us. You know, you don't see him not only you know making that being able to make the extra like even like hey not only are we asking you to actually come yeah we're gonna also need <laughs> yeah. you to do a favor yeah, yeah. So when you went to Michigan where'd you have to go Canton it was it's beautiful up there I can't I looked out my window I was at this like crappy hotel oh, where Detroit is that? See, I don't know my like the Detroit area fifteen minutes I just know northern Detroit more. fifteen minutes southwest of oh, Detroit but it was uh it was it's a different snow up there you're right it like is different like down here we've I think we've forgotten what real snow is. Mm-hmm. It's different up there. It's it's crazy. It was um, people forgot how to drive for a minute, but then we got that figured out. It was just uh, I don't know. It was nice to see snow this early. Like I know that my people might hate that, but I miss the winters of like from my childhood. Well, yeah, but is that is that actually what happened, or are we just like? Is it the Mandela effect type thing? I don't know. I got pictures. No, I'm pretty sure it was real. <laughs> well, see, like when I was growing up, there's there's two parts of Michigan. There's the mountain where my wife's from, and there's the UP. So, like, when I went to school... The mid. It took me a while to realize... If you look yeah. at the mitten, and yeah, everybody yeah. on the mitten points, and I just point like this for mm-hmm. the UP. But... That's another burp. Don't tell and, <laughs> When I would go to school, I'd go to parties at Michigan State and stuff, you'd see people, how do you get around during the, during the winter up there? <laughs> and you, this is the accent of a traditional Uper. And I, I've lost some of it, but I know I still say bag and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But um, I turn, I'd look, holy shit, eh? <sighs> we got 48 inches of snow the other night, so we jumped on the snow machines. 
tooling around, had to get the horses and the sleigh out to get out of there. And these kids would believe us. Just because you were talking like that? Yeah, and they, 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 I, everybody I, thinks UP is so far removed from everything in the world. It is in an aspect, which is so nice. But at the same time, we see what's going on. When I grew up, we saw what was going on. Trends took a little bit longer to get to us, but... I think that you guys had different... Th- things mattered differently because they literally did matter differently. Well, like, if my dad didn't get a buck, we didn't eat as well. Yeah, that dinner. wasn't a problem. <laughs> we didn't get a you lot know, of birds during bird I mean, season. We didn't eat as well. Yeah. I just, my kids will never know that. So you actually just fucking went out and killed birds and ate them? A partridge? You don't. You haven't lived until you've had partridge, nope. man. No pear trees. I know. Oh, they're beautiful. The ever every year the knots take a partridge. The, we have to skip Christmas. We call it the river, uh, ridge running rooster. That's what we call them. They're beautiful birds. They really are. And but their 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 breast is only as big as your fist till they're red, and it's white meat, and it's so good. It, How much meat is on a bird like that? It's the size of your fist. Oh. It's the, the whole breast. chicken right there. That's pretty right. impressive. I mean, chicken. You'd get Here a good <laughs> season. You'd get... And a re- my best season I ever had was 54. A good season... You I shoot 54 mid, birds, eat them? Yeah. Mid-20s was a good season. But on the average, you get 10, 15 birds. But it was so good. You get a bunch of people together, you have a lot. You know, you get a feed... Do you think it'd be possible for us to go back and eat like that at this, being this large, like having this many people on earth? Like, could we do it again? Like I said, my kids will never know. Could we figure out a way to, like, industrialize like that somehow? Like, do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? What, like hunting? Yeah. Kind of like Westworld? (laughs) I don't know. I've never seen that. You've never seen Westworld? Never seen Westworld. I haven't watched the whole thing, but I'm shocked that you haven't watched Westworld, of Mm. all people. I, I don't. I don't really find m- too much on my own that most people would stumble across. My YouTubes are weird. So I rely on my friends in the group chat to tell me, hey, here's what you need to watch. Here's what the rest of the I world is doing. Yeah, I listen to stuff that you guys send me. If you, you guys send me so much, though, between the two of you that I don't have much time to, like... Are yours more business-related? No, his, his are all over the place. He sent me... In your, your podcast, For, you send him? It's he almost, sends me books, mainly. Uh, yeah, I send him books. Um, podcast-wise, it's almost all business. Yeah. yeah. Except See, I Rogan. send him everything. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pete and Sebastian. Yeah, you, show, guys, you guys have my podcast list. It pretty Pete much is just Sebastian. the collection of what you two send me. Yeah, it's hard to... I mean, podcasts are like a huge thing for the future, like now and the future. So it's one thing to... You know, it's there's plenty of opportunity, but it's still, it's like... Pretty much everybody that actually listens to podcasts already has like too many podcasts to listen to. Yeah, so it's a little I, bit hard to be like, "Hey, listen to I my do. Podcast. I don't listen. There's, I have my core. I listen to yours every week. You got an idea for that? By Appreciate the way. it. I listen to yours every week. I listen to the Office ladies now because I love the Office. So you get a little insight on the back. Of yeah. Them. But then there's like, I listen. There's one. There's a radio show out of Detroit. Uh, Dave and Chuck the Freak. When I'm on my walks and my other ones run out because they're, you know, these run an hour and hour and hour and a half. My walks might go two, two and a half hours. I'll put them on and you just, I listen to them. I just, I listen to humor. I listen to the Nerdist, you know. I've heard of that one. It's kind of. How many episodes of this one have you listened to? I'd have to look. Did you listen, you listen to Braden's? Uh, I listen to Braden's. What'd you think? 
I don't want to hear that. I, I like that. And I actually <laughs> gave him fun. an idea for his app. What when I got it? back. Oh, yeah, I can't remember what it was. Oh, my, yeah, yes, that's I what I was going to say. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do this one, uh, but I wish that they would build into the podcast apps. Like, I know this is kind of going backwards, but most people, I think Rick and maybe I, I don't know if most people or if it's just me and Rick, but. Um, I like your hat, by the way. Yeah, you like that, Smithsonian? Yeah. Um, I think that if it almost allowed you to set up your podcast, like in a view of similar to how you view like TV channels, so you could see when they come out on days, I think that you could probably, you'd probably naturally structure well, a little bit better if you could see it better. So you could see when they come out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can kind of see, Oh, I'm following all these on Tuesday. Here's my Wednesdays. Here's okay. my Thursdays. I set up but my I'm, schedule. I'm not on a schedule. Get on a schedule. You're, yeah, no, you're, you're not, and you never will be, so that's yeah. what I'm saying. This isn't perfect for everyone, but just in general, there's, I don't think there's anyone who would, wouldn't benefit from knowing when the new one, one is. A week, mm-hmm. And that's what I like, but like, with the Nerdist, he puts out so many that I can't keep up. And some of the, some of the topics I don't care about, but um, who's the one that I, one that I really like? Uh, come back to me, i got to think of this now. I just listened to uh, the Rogan episode See, with Rogan. Malcolm... What's that? Rogan. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I That's love Rogan, favorite. but I can't yeah. listen to all of his podcasts. Yeah, I don't listen to the MMA ones. I don't listen to a lot of the comedian ones. But, like, last night I listened to the Malcolm Gladwell. I'm a huge, like, I love Malcolm Gladwell's work. Who's Malcolm? I don't even know who that you is. You heard of the book Outliers? Oh, yeah. I think He's so. He's author. He's a brilliant author. Uh, He's got uh, Outliers, David and Goliath, Blink. Uh, yeah, I wonder if a few others. He just came out with one, t- Talking to Strangers. Uh-huh. Okay. But he takes like a really, he, he just uncovers weird things in society. Um, another one was Tipping Point. That was a huge one. As far as like business goes, that's like. I think that's the thing. one you have told me about. I think I have, yeah. Because the name was familiar, but. Yeah. Do you okay. subscribe to YouTube channels? Um, not really. I subscribe to my friends' YouTube channels just to support them. How much There's time do you say. have where you can just listen to something? That's the question that we're missing. It's called the bathroom, buddy. Um, I'm always... <laughs> I don't no, really they, listen to music uh, that much. Learn your bowel movements can go twice a day when you have kids. Wait, what? You're gonna need this went weird. From kids. I'm telling you, you're gonna oh, that's great. Break. I shit like five times a day, so we're Dude, good. You go to the bathroom. That's, that's your, that's you your serenity? Do whatever you're going to do. <laughs> my <laughs> wife hates it. <laughs> she knows. Hates I when don't hide it. It's my break. It, you need it sometimes. Yeah. I don't, I don't, um, I listen to shit like all the time, sometimes too much. So I can, I can get stuck in this pattern where I'm listening to too much shit, taking in too much information and not putting, not taking that information and, you know, getting rid of some stuff by creating something. Are you, um, is it, and is it all the same stuff? I mean, is it pretty diverse? Is it all? Probably not as diverse as you. Like I don't uncover the mysteries of the universe. Are you pulling ideas from them and stuff? Yeah, so I listen You're to people that I respect, what like what they've done. I listen to a, I'm, I fucking love history. Like I'm, I don't mean what, diverse. What are you into in history? Everything. But like what? Everybody my, has their era. Yeah, so. so I just asked this question yesterday on my podcast. Um, I asked I'm a my, history buff. I never. Oh, really let's go. History. Sorry, Braden, you got to go. We're talking about get, history. I'm gonna go take a nap. So, because I'm a history buff, but I have my errors that I really. Okay, love. so love the Roman Roman Empire. Um, I love the like fourteen hundred through sixteen hundred. Medieval times. I'm not. Uh, that's, that's the one after medieval. 
Um, I love, let's see, The Revolution is great. I haven't really gotten too into uh, World War Two. I just got into World War One, and that shit was crazy. Oh yeah. So like World War Two is like obviously it was nuts, but see, like World War One was like something totally different. I can see that. I feel like a lot of military guys are really Vietnam into, a little bit yeah. just because like that was my dad's mm-hmm. age, and you hear stories and what's your like, what's your favorite era? Well, World War II, I've read everything I mm-hmm. possibly can read on World War II, just because it's my grandfather's era. And then um, Revolutionary War, I, I'm into that. Um, and then I, I love biographies. Anybody and everybody. Like, I'm halfway through Reagan, but I, I read, like, four different books at one time. Yeah. I have one on my Kindle going. I have Pete Maravich going on my Kindle. Really? I have Reagan going in the upstairs bathroom and then downstairs bathroom. I got <laughs> So you do you have to like how do you decide which bathroom you go to? Is it location only? Okay, just curious. All the kids are upstairs. (laughs) Obviously, going to use the downstairs. Okay, that's fair. Who's who's your favorite president? Decent comment. Who's your favorite president? Old Deets man. You go first. I got favorite. I don't know that I have a. I like the unfortunate thing is the two I probably like the most are. They were uh, Big Red's decided that to, uh, they, they, their, their services were no longer needed. We'll say that. Lincoln and Kennedy. Lincoln and Kennedy. Well, Kennedy. I just like, because here's my thing. Kennedy, I don't even know. Here's my thing is I feel like the presidents, they've always got their, they've got dirt, right? Everyone yeah. does. So, and, I, I don't, and I don't care about his, Kennedy's backstory and all that. I, it just, I felt like he was... Just like his brother, I felt like he was four years too soon yeah. for the country. Looking back, because just what I've read, I, I just feel like he was four years too soon. And then when Bobby was going to come out and run, I think he might have been like 10 years too soon. Yeah, I like don't know any of those facts. For, like mid-60s. You know, he was like, he was like an Obama. Was yeah. A freshman senator who ran for president yeah. and got it. You know, yeah, Tupac, Tupac said that we weren't ready to have a black president, and I think that it's kind of wild, and I think that it's, it's insane that there's been that, like, lead, that there's been an African-American lead the country, but we still have the problems like we do. I guess, yeah, too, too soon? I don't know. I, or do we push harder? I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't so, who knows? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. My favorite president, so That's probably, tough. like, I have dis. I have. I have least favorites for sure. Um, Andrew Jackson wasn't a big fan. Of him. I'm pretty much anyone who messed with the banking and and created what it was today. I'm not a fan of. Well, like John Adams, not John Quincy Adams. John Adams, just because I love his backstory and everything that he did during the Revolutionary War, leading up to it. Did you know John Adams defended the British soldiers at the Boston Massacre? Did not. Sure he, that I was told that him. he was a lawyer. Yeah, he defended the British and he got him off. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Do you, do you know why it's called Christmas? Uh, Crispus Attis? Attics? No. He was the slave that was shot in Boston. Oh, the Boston massacre. Got you. So his backstory, I've read everything I can on him. I love you know he went to France during Crispus Attis. No, or John Adams. John Adams. So, so he's he's one of my favorite presidents. Okay. 
You don't hear that a lot as no. far as favorite presidents, but he was a because he was you a have one. to actually you, I feel like you have to actually know so that. influential. Yeah, before he was even president, because he didn't do a lot when he was president, but he was so influential, and he was best friends with Thomas Jefferson. They died on the same day. Yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah. So him, FDR, just because. Because you're a flaming liberal. No. I mean, look, he took the country out of the depression. He did. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally joking. I totally, I love. led us through war. Mm-hmm. He made tough decisions through war. You know, you're putting men's lives in danger. I mean, he did that. Country was overwhelmingly voting for him. I mean, and then I got to say. Uh, he had four terms. Mm-hmm. I say Reagan. Reagan? Because <laughs> he did a lot for the country in the 80s. He did. So I haven't gotten into Reagan very much. I'm sure that I would he, like him because he's staunch Republican. He defeated communism. To me, he defeated communism in Russia. He did it. Okay. He put so much pressure on that country just to stop what they were doing. I think we can stop recording now. I think I've heard enough of Reagan, Reagan positive. The economy was good when he was president. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. Had what can you possibly say poorly bad about Reagan? I know that you're into the underground hip hop game where they, you know, hate trickle down economics, but no, it's not even the the economics of that. I'd say it's probably the economics of of drugs is probably the worst thing oh, he did. Oh yeah, I mean, he absolutely. Him. I mean, he has his aspects. You that, yeah, you, was, you can say that it's not him, but it was his administration. Yeah, it was his, that aspect. The same every, way a CEO is going to take the fall. Has their bad aspects. Yeah, well, that was horrible. But I mean, it's still and still in many ways tradition. suffering today. But like what. If he went to force the um, the flight controllers to go back to work, what do you think that would happen to the economy? He'd force them to go back to work because he knew the economy would shut down and the, con- the country would just spiral. I mean, it didn't happen here when it happened recently with the whole government shutdown. It no, didn't spiral it out of control. Shut down. It was all the flight controllers in the U.S. were going to walk out. Well, so yeah, that would be unfortunate. Been <laughs> I don't know. I... Yeah, at the end of the day, I think this summarizes my belief that president president is only honestly as as powerful probably as the uh, cabinet he puts around him, and then how the Congress is really laid out too, which yeah. is how it's supposed to be. That helps. Right? I mean, but I think good leadership always stands out. Who who did you say your? I said was? I said um, you know I think Lincoln just because of regardless of what you feel being the president tied to the emancipation mm-hmm. we have to think about like think about trump sticking his neck out for like a major social issue mm-hmm. like whoever think of any person on earth at that level of power sticking their neck out right that's what i respect that's generally what i respect most about humans in general are the people who i don't even know if what i'm doing is necessarily you know just i'm standing behind this yeah i'm not i don't would never disrespect what abraham lincoln did but he was more concerned about keeping the union together, and that was more about the economy than. Yeah, that that's what people don't understand. It, it had nothing. It 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 had to be united, and it couldn't stay the way it was. Mm-hmm. That was all it really. That's a good way. To put Lincoln it. didn't really. I don't mean to say that he didn't care, but it wasn't his number one priority. Right. He cared much more about keeping. People that's his job. Together. His job was to keep the country united. <clears throat> yeah, I think he gets a lot of, you know, and a lot of it is due credit, but he gets maybe too much credit for the emancipation. I think that it, he wouldn't have got, he probably wouldn't have if they hadn't have killed him. <laughs> if he hadn't have died, he, it, 
I think the the fact that he was killed in office just naturally, same reason why I probably feel the same way about Kennedy. Because in my head, yeah. he's someone who's died for what he believed in, just as similar to you know anyone else. Kennedy was a dog. He's one he of was. my favorites, though. He the way that he just obviously I didn't wasn't alive then, but the way that he had the entire country rallied around him and the youth that he brought to the office. Uh, I, I like, like Obama. That. The president. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it boils down to who's president. Who's going to win presidency? It's who can rally these troops. Mm-hmm. That's what it is well, every time. Up. Everybody tells me I have liberal leanings, but like the last time I voted for, I voted for Bush on his first term because I didn't like Clinton. I didn't like who was his, the guy who ran against Bush. Gore. Gore. I didn't like their leanings. I Apple board. Like Apple board of directors. Al Gore. Yeah, I didn't like the way they leaned. He invented the internet. Then I was in I, then I, I was in the army and I was getting ready to go to Iraq. So I didn't really care who was my president. Mm-hmm. That was the least of my worries at that point. We got back. Interesting. We were in a recession. I was like, anything's better than what we have right now. I mm-hmm. looking back, I wish we would have voted for McCain. I love McCain. I love what he stood for. He didn't care. Hey, he was a Republican. He, was a thug. And he had those leanings, but at the same time, he'd look at it and go. No, it's bullshit. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's wild that there are people in office that have their entire political career voted one take. Like, they've always voted party line. But uh, I'll say this, though, too. Like, when I was in, yeah, I, I felt like Bush kept us united. Mm-hmm. I felt Obama kept us united. I, that's, I just don't feel... That's why I just... Give me... Like, with everything that's going on in the world today, He's not healthy. That's my only... I'm not going to mention him by name. He's not healthy. I agree. And I will say this. He had 2020 wrapped up. We're talking about Lord Voldemort? He still does. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. We'll see. He broke the law. The proof is out there. You're going to... He's going to... Now he's disparaging 30-year diplomats. Their names. He's dragging them through the mud because... Do you think he's the first president to break the law? Right. I'm not saying that, but he got caught. Nixon got caught. That's that is the point. See, that's what one thing I'm concerned about. He got caught, and he's now he's going to drag everybody down. He's career politician. I'm concerned about 20 years from now when we've now established uh, uh, this. Oh, presidents can get away with murder. Like you know, that's what concerns me. There's a constitution, and when you take an oath, I took it when I joined the army. You defend the constitution. That's the first thing you defend. And he doesn't. He tries to bend around it, and it's not right. I'm not saying, like, there's nobody on the Democratic side that I'm just like, I think the guy from South Bend, he's, it, it's too early. Mm-hmm. I, I, he has great ideas. I've read up on him. He has great ideas. It's just not, not now. We're just waiting to find well, out what dirt he has on him now at this point. No, it, it's just like. It's just, the, we're not ready for it yet, Pete. That's how I feel. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. Give us another eight years, maybe, and we might be ready for your ideas. But right now, we're not there. There's still too many people that are, the gay problem bothers me. And it shouldn't, but it does. It's wild. That, that's still an issue. Oh, my <coughs> grandmother and grandfather. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they, mine they, feel the same. Obama, he was black. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was a big thing for him. It just was. It was one of the that because that's how they grew up. You know? Yeah, not that you know. I honestly that's okay, but like I know what you're saying. No. It's just like a different, different time. Yeah, I it's think it's weird though that the gay thing is still like 
something that would decide the presidential race. This is the way I look at it. This is my son, my oldest son, Tyler. When my wife was pregnant with our first child together, I was driving him to school. We were picking him up at school, and he goes, Rick, what if the baby comes out brown? <laughs> and I kind of laughed, and I was like, well, Rick won't be here anymore, but we kind of laughed, you know. <laughs> and that's how they see the world, though. They don't... Yeah. His generation's... It, it's even more than my generation. Mm-hmm. I grew up predominantly white. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I went through school, I, there was one... One African-American went through my school there for like four months and left. And I can't blame them. It's all white kids. Mm-hmm. So. Do you, do you, I mean, don't you guys kind of think that it's like, unfortunately, people just have to die before it fixes? Yeah. I think it's a it public does. opinion. It, it just is. has to become the mm-hmm. They norm. say the same thing about like uh, scientific theories. Like mm-hmm. scientific theories can be disproven, but they don't go away until the last generation mm-hmm. dies. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what we're dealing with here. Which, right. Which it should be great news if that's all that it is, because that means we can just all chill. Like, okay, look, we just let. All right, you know. Let's yeah, but then you. I mean, you still have. We're living in the world today. It doesn't mean like great. The world's gonna be better yeah. in twenty well, see, years, like, but it's not what, now. Like yeah. this is what my my grandfather just passed away. I mean, I'd be calling my papa. He passed away. He, he was ninety years old. I'm forty three. I put that in perspective. I don't. Do I have forty seven more years in me? What the... What? You're probably going to live longer than that. What? For, he would have lived longer, but my, my grandmother just passed away in the summer, and he, oh, he okay. was like, yeah. he was supposed to have these tubes put in. He was like, no, I'm done. Yeah. I, this is it. So he wanted to go. I'm just like, 47 more years? I don't... But I mean, what like, he saw from his lifetime, no, no TV, no telephone to... Smartphones. Walking around with the TV, telephone, everything in our hands. Ordering yeah. things that get delivered next day. Oh. oh, man. Isn't that exciting, though? Like, what are we going to have in, like, 20 years, 30 years? I don't New- know. I used the delivery app more in New York City than anywhere else, and it was so quick. Oh, I bet. In a major city? Oh. They, they ride around on bikes with the shit on the top, in front of the bikes. Have you guys heard of the Fermi Paradox? I feel like you've probably heard it. Yeah, being able to match it to what it is, though, is probably going to take me a minute. So so it's about, like, whether there would be intelligent life outside of us. And what do you think? Aliens? There is. There's definitely. Yeah? I I assume there are. I I would assume so, too. So the Fermi paradox is just that the reason that we haven't made contact with these these other intelligent beings would be because at the point where is where a civilization comes to where they have the technology to be able to reach out to other you know galaxies or whatever yeah, I, I then they would have already self-annihilated mm-hmm. with their technology so yeah, like the Fermi yeah. paradox is like yeah you can develop this technology but it's gonna you've seen the movie Contact right? What? with Joey no. Fisher uh-uh no, when was that? It pretty much talks about 84, yeah. 83. No, it was like, it, was, it might have <laughs> it been. It was pretty recent. Mid, it was oh. mid 90s, maybe. Oh, okay, no. never mind. But <laughs> something different. the concept is she's, you know, where the big satellites are. Yeah. You get a signal. Mm-hmm. And they build this big thing, and there's a lot more to it. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. I don't want to give it all away if you guys. Yeah. It, it holds up. It would hold up in today's. Matthew McConaughey's in it. I, I, had, I actually came up with a Braden par- paradox in a shout the other day about this. <laughs> well, so she goes on this thing, and 
she, you know, it drops, like this thing's spinning, it's a spear spinning in so many directions, and it drops her, because they give us these directions, and she goes, and when she shows up, her late father, her late father walks for her, and they're like, we want to make you comfortable, this is what we're about, and he's like, you guys aren't ready yet. He tells her, well, you're not ready yet for us. Trust me, we've been watching you. We just want to let you know that we're here. But you guys aren't ready. So it's kind of like that concept. Then she goes back, and they're all trying to say it didn't happen because it was mm-hmm. like that. It happened that quick. Uh-huh. And, but yet there was an hour and a half of radio feed of static. But in the cameras, there was a snap. Mm-hmm. She dropped, and it was it. So it's kind of like that. I totally believe in other worlds. I, think I, too. I mean, I think I think mathematically, like, there's there's no way. How can we think we're the only people in this whole? Well, that's universe. that's where my paradox comes in. Because here, here, check this. So if we are, that's where my paradox. Comes my in. paradox. It's really it's not a paradox. It's just simply, if it is just, okay. So let's say you're in your house and you live in your house with one other person. There's a likelihood that you won't change your toilet roll. Let's say because you think that someone else might. You know, you're, the you're other person. You do though. You are a hero if you do. I forget do. what that's called. I don't know what it's called, but whatever that is. So I think about that, like, in that same frame of context, mm-hmm. if it is just us, are we doing our part to advance and maybe go find that next? Back. No, I'm, I'm not saying are we, like, living this weirdness. I'm saying are we as a society, what if we're supposed to be the first ones to go make contact with someone else? What if we're the? What if we're maybe not that we're the only the intelligent or the only intelligent? But what if we were the most advanced ourselves? Yeah, if we were, but like mathematically, it does, it, well, we just have no way of proving. Have you ever, have you ever infinity, seen anything you can't explain? All time. <laughs> <laughs> Literally everything. You have cats. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> no, have you Brain ever seen something outside, like in the sky, that you can't explain? Yeah, of, of course. You've seen. I, I I experienced it when I was like twelve. Uh, Slept out in the backyard in a tent. Three o'clock in the morning, we're all running around the neighborhood, and we saw these lights coming up. I probably. Well, you guys are away. lucky. I ain't seen none of that shit. I I told my dad about it. I thought it was we had an air. You night fish? Have you night fished in your life? I've never night. That's why I, I guarantee have you. Yeah, I yeah. Night fi- that's where I saw. <laughs> but no, this was in the middle of the night, three, four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I told my dad, I thought it was KA. Sorry, it's three thirty-three. Because there was an air force base. I said it was right up over here, it was a few miles away. He's like, um, the base is back behind you. Yeah, but and it just kind of went up. It was a bunch of lights, and it went up, and then it just kind of just disappeared. It just. Whew. So from that day on, and then I, I told my grandmama about it. She goes, well, yeah, tell her a babble. God spread everybody everywhere. Oh, everywhere, not just yeah, not just on change their languages. He spread everybody everywhere. It's on interesting here. concept. Oh, Dietz man, he's here, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Michael Dietz is bet? in the you building. No, I usually park in. There's a free parking lot over there. I Thanks for making the trip, man. Rick is loser of the bet. What was was there? There was no payout though, was no. there? No payout. This man brought four Heinekens. Are you ready to talk shit, Deeds? We're talking about aliens, the Fermi paradox, and the Braden paradox. Oh, dude, there's a YouTube <laughs> channel I want to send you because. It talks weather. 
talks how you guys believe the weather's controlled. The weather's definitely. I'm not can saying be that it exactly. It, it cannot be controlled by us humans. That's I will go with false. That. I think it might be controlled by an outside force. Oh man, false. All right, you can. You, it's you all chemical underwater, reactions. Right? What goes underwater? The UFOs go underwater and shit too, right? I've never seen one. You've never remember. heard of this? Yes, I've heard of this. Dude, you gotta watch Discovery Channel, dude. Contact. I've been on. I just show. got si- uh, I just got Smithsonian Channel and BBC America, and honestly, I don't know why they make any other channels. Hey, so when you yeah. when you got that hat, did your IQ like double? No, I, I no. I think I lost a couple points or something. It's really? kind of tight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, kind of yeah. squeeze a little bit. Squeeze. This guy got a big head. I got a. You just now started. Something's not like the rest of us. Yeah. Something's not like the rest of us. Oh, it's a hat. Yeah. Well, no, Deesa's still got a full head of hair. <laughs> oh, the beard. The beard. Oh yeah. Needs yeah, beard. Facial hair. Oh, I grow it. I'm just not real. This is, is this patchwork? is my best. Yeah, this is the best is I patchy? got. Patchy, patchy and multicolored. Like yeah, mine's <laughs> does mine. Hey, it's it's a little, red, a little red, a little bit. I think that's my Irish. Irish. Red, right? Yeah, the Irish. All right, let's back up there. a little bit. Let's let's introduce Michael Deeson. What's up, brother man? How you doing? Thanks for making the trip. You make some sales today? Uh, I set some sales up, but hey, uh, get up closer to the mic. The yeah, there we go. Rough day at the office. It was the definition of a rough day at the office. Why is that? Just customers yeah. coming down your throat, but you know, <laughs> I'd want to share with you and okay. bore you with. Fair enough. Yeah, t- a, day in, a day in the life of technology sales. Yeah, buddy. I was, uh, so Stick I mentioned earlier. your first dream. If it's uh, <laughs> something a little more out there, don't think it is. It's what was yours? Be a pilot. Be a pilot. All right. I've you been telling. Why didn't you just go to still, still going to. All right, here's what we're not gonna do. You two aren't gonna be bitching at each other the whole time. He was legitimately (laughs) asking. Seriously though, if you wanted to be a pilot, you should have went military. They would teach you for free how to do it. Well, yeah, absolutely. I wanted. We've had this conversation before, a couple times, about the Air Force Academy. Well, you didn't have to go Air Force Academy. You could have went Marine Corps. I, would have, I wish I'd have gone Navy or something. I mean, yeah, it, been, it was an option. I wish I'd have just honestly gone to pilot school. You're right? smart enough. That's the thing is, you're smart enough. What did you take the ISVABs? I just went to IU like all my friends. You didn't take the ISVABs. <laughs> <laughs> had a good time. You didn't take the, the ISVABs in high school at all. I didn't take that. It's no? it's one of my. I don't know what that is. Either. To parents is like just take the ISVAB to see what you score. It, you know, if you have kids, it's like. You can't. It's not good enough to just be like, "What do you want to do?" You got to help them find a path. I wish yeah. I would have had a path because they definitely let me just do whatever I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he's got good grades. Great, he's smart. Yeah, but just would you have out. listened to me, parents though, too? If they would have been like, "Hey, we," you know, or, I just think they should have been like, and this is just a learning lesson for me. But it's just like, "Hey, you want to do that? You know what you have to do to do that." And you need to start talking to them about it much earlier than college. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but at the same time, <laughs> high school. At the same time, though, when you're that age, you think you yeah you yeah. How much? How many of it. you would like to go back to high school and oh, get geez. better grades and do better in college? Well, I always think about that. Like, damn. Like that's why I'm retaking calculus right now because it beat me in college. It's the one math class that I just like. You went back to school? No, I'm just taking an online okay. Coursera class <laughs> just, just to beat it. Respect. Like, because it beat me. Respect. So I'm like, okay, I've got to do this. I feel like my brain's. 
You can turn it off. Yeah, that heater is cooking. Sorry, I was cold as shit earlier. That is cooking. You so like borrow my up. jacket or something, you can. <laughs> yeah, so you're going to want to get up nice and close to that bad boy. There you go. You can uh, pull like it towards you. Expensive equipment. It I know. Is, I don't yeah. want to touch it. It's nice stuff. So, Dietz, I got to ask. Who is your favorite president? Turn this way. Kennedy, just... Just, just for the <clears throat> well, and that's a tie, really. I like the in, really inspiring speakers, like uh, the the both the Roosevelts. I love the Roosevelts, oh, especially Teddy. the Teddy, because of the national Teddy. parks. Teddy's my number one. I'd have to say Teddy too, just because I'm such a big national park guy, and I love what he did for conservation. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's my number one, and then he's Kennedy for surprise. That's a name you didn't want. I've always known you to you know be so, a Teddy. So yeah, guy. we we did want that, but it's like. The hard part is like Theodore is like You're, a cool kid's name, but it's not like a, a grown. It's not a cool grown man. Name. Theo, really not. It's usually yeah. kind Theo, of found on for Teddy, Ted, Ted, Ted. Yeah, Teddy. I, like, I had a Ted. We had a Teddy in our school, and he was definitely. The, I wanted Abraham. Clown. He got clown. as a name. That's a great <laughs> name. I wanted Abraham. Very bad. Another name I wanted. I wanted a name of Irish. That's a cool name. I actually I knew a, a woman named Irish. I wanted a name of Irish because I have nothing but boys. That's all I produce. Um, <laughs> and uh, Dutch was another one. I wanted That's Dutch cool. or Irish. That's a cool nickname. I don't know if I'd go full name. And I wanted Jake. Not well, Jacob. That's... I wanted Jake. Because hmm. one of my favorite songs growing up is it's so bad. If you ever, this is so old school. It's called Feed Jake. No idea. It's, it's about a guy dying. Recorded on died, one of those glass tubes. I die before I wake. Feed Jake. So if I'm dead in the morning, feed my dog Jake. He just talks about his dog a bunch of It's like Jake, that's a great name. We almost named one of our sons Jacob, and then I heard Eli because we lived in Arizona at the time. And see Eli, I like the name Eli. When, when the, the Giants played the Patriots, yeah, and the Patriots undefeated, it's like you don't hear so Eli. How, that's, that brings up a good subject. How about them Seahawks though? Mm-hmm. Hey, all those they look tough. They're, they're what eight and two. Yep. Let's just say I quit betting on uh, I quit betting Russell on the NFL. Wilson. Show me how you're doing that, though. I'm Russell not. Wilson is the most inspiring player. No, I I won. That was like, what scared you me. You can say what you want about you. You know, I've had people argue that like he's not that great, and it's like okay, well he his stats are right there with Aaron Rodgers. He's freaking Trent so Tarkington. He's, yeah, he's amazing. Young. I know this guy at our work he's was literally far, being like he's not as stupid as Brett Favre. No, he's smarter. That's the that's his best stat. His stat the same number of games that. He's played now. Peyton Manning was at 200 interceptions. He's at 60. Wait a second. That's incredible. Are you guys agreeing? Peyton Manning. Was it? I don't I mean, is Peyton Manning not? <laughs> How many passes? I mean, he's a great quarterback. That's, yeah, he had more. He's not he had Aaron about, they showed this graphic. I didn't show it to you. But yeah, was, no, I'll give you. Like, Peyton Russell Manning Wilson's a good quarterback, he's a good but he's not like he, Aaron Rodgers. He adapts Rogers. his style in that yeah. for Pete Carroll very well. He is a winner. Like, he's a, he's a, he's a that's, winner for sure. That's it. Yeah, that's a winner. Aaron Rodgers is too, though. That's Aaron honestly Rogers the only is thing probably. He's the most talented, but Russell Wilson has him at heart with more heart and more, yeah. like, championship, like. That drive, that game on Monday night, if you didn't catch But that, that was Rogers esque too. Like, and rewatch what? It. Rogers against All right, the Bears a Deeds, man. Years ago. Nobody has Xfinity anymore. When are you going to cut the cord? I still, I, uh, for the record, for the record, on the record, I went back, I went back to Xfinity. Shame on you. Be- but here's, here's how I did it. 
the, the game, the sports apps. But here's the deal. I do, I use my mother-in-law's Xfinity account, so I still get the apps. Okay, so he doesn't count yeah. then, right? Yeah. <laughs> the only reason we still have DirecTV is because we get free data. That's okay. exactly why I went okay. to we Xfinity. That makes people sense. people on our plan that... Don't get me wrong. Gigs? No, everybody agrees. Comcast is the most horrible customer service ever. It's just they have a great product in that. Xfinity. They're the perfect example of what happens when monopolies They're like thing. Microsoft. Some, very similar. Yeah. I thought AT&T was way worse than Comcast. I've never had... Customer really, service-wise? Or yeah. S- okay. Yeah, I don't I've know. I've never I had a bad them. experience with, with Xfinity, but AT&T was terrible. Did you, guys, oh, terrible. Yeah, Did you see it's that thing on Netflix about Bill Gates? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. You, I, I watched you it as soon as you said. Assistant just pack 14 books for him? Yeah. Yeah. Just I don't. I don't know that I own 14 hardback books. But he's one of those... Re- he's one of those They're people all that, can, that can almost just skim... And comprehend everything he's skimming. I can't. Yeah. I read a lot. He processes. And I can read pretty quick, but he can process. He processes so at the so same level. Speed that you reading just... is. It's only about the movement of the eyeball. Mm-hmm. So you can train yourself to be a speed reader. I don't. It doesn't matter what your IQ is. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. the The thing is, like your eyeballs move across the page yeah. so many times. So if you can cut one one eyeball movement on each side of the page, then you cut like sixty percent of the reading time or thirty percent of reading time. See, I'm not Bill Gates. You don't have to be. Anybody can do it. It's just all about training your eyeballs. I'm trying to train kids. Yeah, that's fair. Train Training your eyeballs. That is inter- that's saying, an so interesting. So, like, when you're topic. looking at a page, you're not actually just no, following along word by word. Your eyeball moves like three or four times across yeah, the page. Yeah, I, I know that's what you're it. saying. Because I can. So when if you I can cut fast, one or two of those off, yeah, you but, can cut one of the two, one or two of those off, and you don't lose comprehension. Because, uh, like, I try to comprehend everything. Like, I reread books. Yeah. At one because. That's what I can afford. And two, I like to reread to see if I miss something. Yeah, and you, know? you probably always do. Mm-hmm. Like I read, like I said, I, I'll read fiction. You know Percy Jackson books? <laughs> Have you ever heard of those books? I've heard yeah, of them. I've movies. seen them at the truck stop. They made a couple movies. They were terrible. Like but I movies. read them. My, my oldest son at the time started reading them, and I started reading them with him to quiz him. Mm-hmm. And I got into them. I got to know the characters. And I'm like, he quit reading after like the second book. I finished the series. I went like nine books. I was buying. I was at Barnes and Noble. Got to get the hardcover. It's terrible. <laughs> so that's what, like I just Stephen King. I like some of Stephen King. I haven't read any. Have his... you heard the Dark Tower series? The what? Dark Tower series by Stephen King. I have never read a Stephen King. Got book. me through Iraq. Really? Oh my goodness! Got me through Iraq. The Dark Tower series. Because when I started reading it, I found out that people that were dying from... He only wrote the first three books and then waited like 20 years to start the, the last three. People on death row and on their deathbeds were writing him, asking, can you finish? And he just kept telling I don't have the story. You just let him die. <laughs> I, I finished the first three, but I ran out of story in my head. It's not it's for so everybody. It's, it's, not, it's, it's, it's a little good. different. Yeah, the ending kind of pissed me off. I don't want to give it away, but at the same time, I get it. You, your Gray Man series. You never even read it, did you? No, I haven't. Do I still have that? Yes. <laughs> it's been sitting under my bed for six literally months. Literally, have, I've read literally thousands of books, and it's my favorite book. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. I don't read a lot of fiction. Huh? I don't read a lot of fiction. That's good. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. I like I like both. I'm about fifty. Yeah, no, I agree. Like I, so I used to do nonfiction in the morning and fiction at night, so I could just like kind of you know 
go, you know, get my head away from business and yeah. like get to sleep. But since but since you brought it up, if you are looking for a good book, read The Gray Man by Mark Greeny. Seriously, you did you say they're regret. making like it a was movie? A, out it of was that? a movie. They had it. Sony Pictures has the rights. They bought the rights. It, Brad Pitt was gonna be the actor. Like it's it was. They saw the value of it as like a long term series to be like the next James Bond, but. They had a lot of internal uh, politics going on that they should have a female character. So they, they were actually, at one point, slotted Charlize Theron to be the gray man. And Mark Greeny was like, come on, guys. Like, and all the all people like me would have been really pissed. Because like, yeah. he doesn't deserve to have his character become a woman. Like, yeah, she's smoking She's hot, awesome. But... but So that actually did become the movie Atomic Blonde. Like, the movie okay. that was going to be the gray oh, man yeah. was Atomic Blonde. Okay. And there's a lot of literature out there. There's a couple articles you a, about you that. You want a good nonfiction book? It's one of my top five books of all time. It's called um, 3,000 Degrees, The True Story of a Deadly Fire and the Men Who Fought It. It happened in uh, Worcester, probably saying it wrong, Massachusetts. Um, like a bunch of firefighters died. It made me, I wanted to be a firefighter. This is what got me into the military. I read this book and I was like, you know, you hear about these people, that they, they go towards the danger. Mm-hmm. Not away. Mm-hmm. So I read so this, and then 9-11 happened. I was going to be a firefighter, and I was like, no. So I went in the military. But that book right there, it's good. 3, Wait, so you entered the military after 9-11, right? My dad talked me out of joining after 9-11. He said I was going on emotion. Were you? And then I went. That's what most I think partly, but it stayed <laughs> with me because in 2003, I was like, it's, it's what I want to do. I just. Yeah. I, I wanted to see the I world. Wanted I wanted to go in the Navy. Controversial in this, but I didn't want 9-11 controversial. I wanted to see the world, mm-hmm. and I couldn't afford it with what I was right. Yeah. Did, we, did, did I was anyone... like, you know what? I'm going to learn a trade. I wanted to go in the Navy, and they wouldn't let me go. The Navy wouldn't let me go. I might have failed the test. <laughs> I contend it was secondhand smoke. I contend. <laughs> I won't put my hand on the Bible on that, but I contend that's what happened. And they denied me, so I walked out of the army office and swore right there. And hey, you guys are all that's left. <laughs> yeah. Next thing I know, I was. We'll they're like, when can, when can you leave? This is August. They're like, when can you leave? I'm like, when do you need me? He goes, this is where I screwed up. You, you can pick choice of duty station. You've got little decisions because this guy's a salesman. Mm-hmm. It's the toughest sales job in the world. You're selling a lifestyle. Oh, yeah, my cousin figured that out. He got Schofield Barracks, Hawaii. Yeah, you don't want to go to Hawaii. Hawaii. You well, he wanna... did. You're he stuck on Hawaii, dude. You're stuck there. Did you go out in a field like two There's thirds? worse places he, to be stuck great... than fucking Hawaii. He was, he was out there completely. Not when you're in the field for two-thirds of the though. time you're on the yeah. island. And when you have to fly home, you're yeah, flying. Yeah, that flight you know, is a bitch. And you can only do so much on the island. Yeah, that's true. If you don't live on the island and you're just there for four years, you get to a point where you've seen it and done it all, and you're just like, and it costs how much to live here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you get cola, nice and you get extra pay from the government, but... I was just going to ask, do they pay them the same? You get paid a little bit more. You get you get cost of living differences. Mm-hmm. Like when I lived off post in Georgia, you got what the going, the average rent was. And that's what most of the houses would go for, what, the, what they're giving you. So. When, when did you find out that you were going to Iraq? Okay. And what was it like? When I went through, okay, when I went through basic training, I went through Oklahoma, Fort Sill, and then I went 
Came home for two weeks because it was right around Christmas time. Blew two weeks of leave. Stupid, but it is what it is. I was 26. Still had a little bit of party handle on me. <laughs> Went 17 weeks to Fort Sam Houston, Texas. Learned to become a medic. Save lives. And then you get your orders with about two weeks left. And it said Fort Stewart. Well, I don't. I, I had a couple buddies that went to Fort Stewart, but I didn't know anything about it. And I asked my drill sergeant, about it. he goes, ah, one foot on the ground, one back on the plane, boy. See you in two years. I was like, what are you talking about? I got to Fort Stewart. I was there for two weeks. I was in Fort Irwin for desert training for a month. Got back, got my orders. We're leaving in January. So I was like, this what is. Year? 2004? 2004. Okay. Went there 2004 to 2005. My, uh, you land in Kuwait. It's, Kuwait's so different than what you'd expect. Everything's neon lights, and it's all like food carts on the side of the road, and it's all lit up by neon lights, and you don't pay at the gas tanks. And we drove in, we were at Camp New York, and we had to go down to the port to get our stuff we had to go down to Doha and when we were coming up one of the vehicles broke down so we're all sitting in line in Kuwait you know this I'm 24 hours into Kuwait foreign country I'm sitting there in the car we're sitting there for like four hours come to find out the vehicle in front of me the big LMTV truck two guys fell asleep the convoy left I'm in Kuwait with a GPS that I had pinned Camp New York, something I wasn't supposed to do in case something happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm just an E4. I'm not even a sergeant. And there's like 16 vehicles behind me, and everybody's arguing what to do. And I'm like, I have the camp on my GPS. I bought this GPS. We'll follow it to get us there. We're driving through the friggin' desert. Just driving through. The, um, I got back. I was so pissed off. It's the first time I crossed the higher-ups. I'm like, this bullshit. You left. We're in country 24 hours. And I remember when I drove into Iraq and we were driving to Iraq and you get in, you go into these small villages and there was this little girl in your MREs, you get Skittles sometimes. It's a treat if you can get Skittles in your MRE. And I saw this girl and it's a full pack of Skittles. And I saw this girl back there with her father. Yeah, all the kids are running up. Mista, mista. And then they got the guys wanting to sell you pornos and gloves and swords and (laughs) Swords. Oh, oh, everything. No shit. Like some Aladdin shit. No, Aladdin shit. They're running up with Sounds rugs. Sounds just like Jarhead. Old school rugs are running up, and you're telling them to get back. And I saw a little girl back there, and I threw that bag of Skittles. Like, I pointed at the dad, and I went, I threw him, like, hit her square in the face. <laughs> Pow! I was, I was not expecting that. I was she expecting started something. crying. I just hit the gas. <laughs> I was expecting like some humanitarian stuff. Yeah, I was. Girl was starving I was on like, the streets, and I gave her some skittles. I, I did meet yeah. a guy when we ran guard. I got a guy some shower shoes. They're just sand. They're shower shoes, four dollars in the PX, flimsy things. You asked me, probably gonna get written up for this somehow. The government's gonna come after. I gave him shower shoes. He gave me a watermelon while I was posting guard one time. Let's 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 get on to another subject than us pillaging in what was once a pretty decent country. But Sorry. like, if you want to, you guys want to hear a story? I actually have to tell the story because I, I I do have PTSD and I am going through therapy for it because I had a bad relapse. Um, and this will actually help me if I tell the story. Please. Um, I was camp raiser, and it's a small camp, but we supported a lot of other camps around us and 
the convoy went out and they got hit. And it was a 113. And a 113 is a small, small, it's like a transport tanker, but it's really small tank. And it got hit. And we, you could see the black smoke pillowing out of it. And we drove up. We drove up to it. And uh, my first reaction was just like, I was pissed because there was villagers by us. There was, there was people all by us and all this. And I was, I was pissed off. Like, where's security? Because that's the first thing. I don't want... I die, I can't help anybody. And there's a group of us medics. We came, we weren't on the convoy. We got there, we got security. I remember this, there's this kid. And there was a smaller guy when I was in basic training from West Virginia. So in my head, I always call this kid West Virginia. And I remember grabbing him because he was screaming. And I remember grabbing him and shoving him back and telling him, cover my ass. And when I turned around, the way the tank, it was buckled. You know, the back end, like, the, it, the back end comes down. You, got, you can't see this on the podcast, but if you put your arm straight and bring it up, it comes down like that, and troops can come out. And you can carry, like, six people, and there are eight people besides the driver. And it was buckled at the top like a diamond. So the door was jammed in that, and there was flames, and when they were coming out, there was black. It was insects. It was fuel. And this all happened, like, in, like, 16 seconds tops. But in the flames, I could see somebody sitting there, and I could tell it was somebody because you could see his walkie-talkie was sitting there, and it was bright white because it was burning at such a different temperature. Mm -hmm. And you could see the coils go down, and then you couldn't see it anymore. And he was as he was sitting there, the helmet's made of a different fabric. Mm -hmm. It would just it just went, and it was like a candle just went off the top of your. Your, uh, that was because of an your, IED. Your rank, yeah, an IED hit him. It was a big IED. And your rank is like right here. And that was burning different because it's, it's like a thicker thing. And the chin strap, you could see the chin strap was melted. You couldn't make facial features. Like I could kind of see the bridge right here. And his eyebrows were burning different. And this was just hanging there like this because it was melted to his face. And this is all, like, within two, three seconds, but it's so bad. Like, I couldn't remember all this until I went through therapy. That's why I always say therapy is good. Uh, like, a bubble formed in the corner of his face, and, like, it folded over. And as it folded over, just, he crumbled with it, and he was out of view. And I remember, and then, like, the flames came out of there. And I remember just going, whew. And then when the flames stopped, there was another guy standing there. He was sitting, crouching, I don't know. And I could see his backpack because that's where the medic always put their backpack mm-hmm. right next to the driver right there. And he was back there, and I could see him, and it was I couldn't see any facial features, just the flames. I, I, to this day, I don't know if it was just his tendons because he was on fire, just came up, his hands came up, and he just kind of like fell forward. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell that story in therapy yeah. repeatedly. And like I'll pull out more details from something I had never realized before. I was like, yeah, I saw this happen, this happened. That's the reason you probably won't see another another war like that. It'll be special forces on the ground and, and technology in the air. You can say that, but you still so. need numbers. You still need no. numbers on the ground. You can dominate from the air all you want. Not in a war like that. They 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 they've realized that. All okay, we do so is you dominate from the air, but who's attacked. controlling the people on the ground? Who's control? We were control on the ground. We didn't go into like we had planes above us. We knew we had planes when we were going into villages. We knew we had planes. We knew we yeah, had backup. Once you're, once but you're, somebody's got there, somebody's got to go in, and you can't just have special forces because there's so many people. 
it's it's like when I went there, I thought it was gonna be camels and all this. <laughs> there's not a cactus. I saw camels here and there. There's herds. Other than that, yeah. Well, you were primarily around what Baghdad or I was in north of Baghdad most of the time. Yeah, Camp Arif John, there. Camp Razor, Camp. Cradle of civilization. Or Arab John's in Kuwait. Um, there is an insane amount of history. People don't even know, like... Mesopotamia. Yeah, they don't even... That's what they know it as. and don't want their tribes. They're driven by tribes there. Mm-hmm. All we no, can do is... we're talking is about assist. before that. Like no, the, the, just Middle East period. It's it's made up of tribes. Even Turkey's made up of tribes. These are people who live one way. it's just a way. controlling tribe. Like, Iraq was made up of Shiites and Kurds. And yeah, there was different sects of Shiites... And the Shiites had money, the Kurds had the oil. But the Shiites had the money. And that's where their, and um, Hussein was a Shiite, so he ruled with an iron thumb. I don't agree with us going in there. I never did. I thought we should have went to Afghanistan. But now I'm reading books on Afghanistan. Shouldn't have gone there either. You can't win there. There's no reason to go there except to control the opium trade or to have... Well, I, we went there. Iran. We went there to get both are nefarious. We went there to get one guy. Yeah, we did, and we went out to get Taliban out there because we had to destabilize the Taliban. I get that. Why do we get? Why do we need to get him out? Uh, I don't. We don't even need to get. That's, an, that's why I said controversial. Why do we need to get, get Bin Laden? He's just a scapegoat. You have to get Bin Laden. You can't let somebody. Then why do we get? Why we get Saddam here. then? I don't know. But yeah, we there's some good books on going. We could have had never him in Afghanistan, in believe it or I not. And they, they pretty much let him go. It's a very interesting book. But a lot, I th- I don't think that. Go deeper into that. What do you mean? That's there's a it's called Tora Bora. The, that's the what the, that's referred to. There was a mission very early on, like we're talking days, weeks after 9/11. We had his group pinned down in what's called Tora know, Bora in Afghanistan. We sent in Delta Force operators. And what they do is they have what's called combat controllers with them. These guys are trained in. They can go in and then look at a map and be like, we're here. Put ordnance right here. They know exactly how to call in Ordin- airstrikes sorry from for, the air. Sorry for my ignorance. What's oh, ordnance? Yeah. No, it's all right. I'm like, what's oh, a, what's ordnance? is like, an, say, an F-18. They're up there circling, and you've got special forces guys on the ground. Even in a Delta Force team, you'll actually have a guy from the Air Force called a combat controller. And he'll be down there w- embedded with them, whether it's Navy SEALs, Delta Force, whatever. And when they get close, he'll call in the airstrike. That's the real power of Special Forces. They, yeah, they can shoot and do cool stuff, but it's really all about getting that guy in there so that the plane can drop a nasty bomb on him. I've and seen those bombs go off in Iraq. Bin Laden, in, they had him. I mean, they had him on the radio. Like, we thought the we Sheik is here. Like, he's getting bombed. Oh, my gosh. And, like, he was thought to be injured. And they let him escape into Pakistan. So okay, so you have to have an opinion on the why, though. I got to know your why. Yeah, why, why do you think that happened? I think we let them go because they were like, holy crap, we don't want this to be over this quick. Okay. That, what do you think? Uh, I don't think so. We could have had them we that don't, quick. I honestly that cost think our government of, does not want to be in wars. That would have cost why a lot of money. We've been in wars since 1776. The military-industrial complex would have been cost I, a fortune over that. We never would have even quickly. gone to Afghanistan because the people would have been like, we don't need to go there. Afghanistan. But they wanted to control the opium trade i truly believe it's it's interesting because if you point to timing look at the opium rise in america oh well that's a no-brainer the the, the dea admits that we go into afghanistan and a year later heroin's an epidemic and it's been like that ever since i mean that we american soldiers and and corrupt dea agents can someone check the streets does anybody see any vans they admit they have corruption i mean they have corruption problems and there's guys over there that 
they're out in a huge field of opium and they grab it. They find, you know, they seize a bunch of kilos of heroin and they help get it back into the U.S. because it's worth more than diamonds. It's hard not to. It's a very, very hard temptation not to. It's the great, it's the mob, mob mentality. It's it. Money rules the world, but I, I don't think we. I think we went there to destabilize the Taliban. It's somewhere we don't want to be. There's you a don't lot of need political to be there because we you can never hold the high ground. There. We're on one side of Iran, mm-hmm. and that's not really enough. They're a tough country. We'd love to maybe one day. So go what do you think about us leaving? So Syria? now we've got Afghanistan. We're on the other side of Iran, so that we could potentially have that. That's one geopolitical reason why it's what? really nice to have Iran. Why Iraq, did we leave Afghanistan. Syria? Why did we leave Syria? That is, I believe Syria is all about Russia. Yeah, that's it's just a Russian. That's their thing, and that's, they're willing I, to fight over that to have one more, one last stronghold. I felt like, yeah. We have all the others. We've got Saudi Arabia. We've got Iraq. We've got Afghanistan now. We they feel very Saudi threatened. Arabia. Saudi Arabia has the money. We don't have Saudi Arabia. Oh, we're, so, we're they're the so, oh, we're yeah. so entwined with them. If you don't we, no, realize oh, we, that, we, I don't that's think that's why we, we went to Iraq. That's just like, you know what? All China that is the reason do, we went to Iraq. All China has to do is call in their loans and screw. It does make sense. They Kuwait and... Saudi Arabia called us up and said, "What the heck are you going to let this stand?" That makes George sense. George Bush, the big. I mean, who did nine eleven? Over there and did it. Who, who were the? Where we were they from? The job. Where were they from? They told them we would. They that, promised. They were from Saudi Arabia, the right? They're distant, fries, Muslim. Just like any religion, you or any sect of any person. There's people that just feel they've been done wrong, and some people can get their hands on money more. The IRA had money for a while. Yeah, they were distant. That, but but see but so what you're getting at though is the big problem is we're just labeling these different places we, we're labeling whatever is against the greater good whatever that even is anymore terrorists that's what we're doing now we're just it's fighting been, off you know, whoever's you know we're what mad the at British at called time. us in the American Revolution what we we're terrorists wow I didn't even know that that's yeah, why we were terrorists because what does a terrorist do incites they cause terror, terror <laughs> incites terror yeah you have your domestic terrorists yeah you do. Everybody, anybody can call anybody a terrorist. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's just a, it's just a My phrase. problem was when I was in Iraq, and, like, I had an argument with my sergeant at the time, is he's like, I can't believe these people don't trust us. I'm like, no, I wish I remembered his name. I'm like, how would you like another country just setting up a camp in your backyard? You know that just setting up a camp in your backyard and patrolling your streets. So I don't mean to take this towards And the, you can't make any money. No, you can't make any money, but this group comes up to you and says, All you gotta do is walk to the fence line, tell me to feed it is. I'm gonna give you five hundred rubles. That's gonna feed your family for a month. You're gonna count off the feet to the fence. You can't fault them. You can't. I could not fault what but, they were doing to us over there. I think that that brings up the exact reason why, even though I'm, you know, kind of anti the whole gun issue in the country, I'm also like, it's that reason why I'm like scared of losing all guns as well is, is that that's, that was like part of what this country was supposed to be is we were almost supposed to be militia as well. I mean, no, it's, you, you, you can't, that's yeah, how we won the our war. Our guns are part of our freedom. It's, it's yeah, but important. did they envision the type of guns? That's the, that's the problem. Oh, oppressive government over you that's so oppressive that's somehow taking power that. Do you feel oppressed? Don't, I'd rather not answer that on here. <laughs> no, I do not. I'm very free and. So if I told you your your taxes, I told you your without representation. If I told you, hey, 
You can own every That's gun a problem, you though. Pizza. Money's freedom. If I told you you can it own any gun you want to own, it's protection money, but we're right. just going to keep, you pick your firing range you want to go to. We're going to keep them there. If you want to go hunting, show us your license, you sign out your gun. That doesn't fix his, one of his main no, concerns. No, but I'm saying, is that bad? That's, that, that'd be great uh, yes. in a perfect world. And you do a gun buyback, and the people that don't turn it in, you put a law out there and say, you commit a crime with a weapon, you are punishable by life in prison, no parole, period. Trade in your guns for money now. You can have your guns, register them, put them either with the, the own... sheriff or at your nearest yeah, place. That's not Trust me, I grew That's up with guns. I grew up with gun cabinets. I grew up with the, the back of the truck. Before they said, okay, you got to break it down, or it's got to be in the case. I grew up with that. I, I respect guns. But yeah, they're, they're honestly, I don't, I, I don't I need don't. something that's going to fire 300 rounds in three minutes for I don't me. have a problem with any of it. They're not the problem. It's, 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 it's mental health. Problem is the problem. It's not the guns. They'll find a way if they want. It's, it's the, the, only, the gun thing is all about increasing power for, for those in control. It's I mean, if people want to do damage, the gap. then they're going to do damage. Yeah. But I, I see what you're saying where, like, okay, I would rather have somebody have access with the truck and run over people or, than somebody regulation. taking 300 okay. If you want a semi-automatic gun, you got to keep it at the range. I'll let you have any... You can have up to a six-shot... But where's the line? Why don't we schedule guns like we you schedule drugs? Draw a line somewhere saying this is what you can own in your home. Because can a mass really shooter do something with any problem though? Like six think about rounds it. You could a, take guns all away, and some psycho could six people. Rick, Rick, some psycho could. It's still gonna take happen. His truck, a suburban, and just run it through a mall. That's it what does. They do. That's what they and, do. And yeah. So the gun. It's gonna happen. Did nothing to solve the massacre at all. The gun is just the medium. That's it. Okay. You guys, take flown, you guys have flown yeah. international, right? Yeah. How security? Be the mother, what, what security look like internationally? It's tight. What do, I don't know what, 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 what security <laughs> look like. What are they wearing? Militia gear. You fly U.S. What are they wearing? Police, more police style, not quite military. Sometimes, I mean, they're they're getting more militarized. Where are you going with this, though? I'm just saying. <laughs> I've flown internationally, and I've seen... Look at the security. Look at our security. We got Joe Schmo making twelve fifty an hour, sending you through. I would try to fly out of New York City oh, with three pieces you're of saying ID, our security's and they would inadequate. not let me through. Are you not, three facial... Like, well, because my driver's license is so faded. But I had my VA ID. I was just like, but you guys aren't going to let me through. But meanwhile... Okay. People walk through that. I'm going. I hope they're not on my yeah. flight. They just walk through fine. You're gonna come on. I think the bigger. Hey, that just reminded me though. Even though it's a, a little bit off. Have you guys seen that the confession tapes on Netflix? From that is a great show. Uh, is it where the, it, is it like that, the seri- convicted it serial killers? Is that is no, that the one? It's, it's about just you know the the problem in America of it. It highlights one of what is part of a bigger problem with our justice system, but the, you know, they'll go after a confession just even though oh, they know yeah. you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, yeah. Just, okay, yes, I have just, seen that. It's they wear you down. Yeah, across yeah. the country. Down, yeah. I was really sad because I'm always talking about how Washington is like the better politics. They even have a case in Bellevue that's like one of the worst, Bellevue, Washington. Oh, yeah. That's but it's called the confession tape. You've got to check it out. Man, yeah. it's crazy. Where this you guy, your house these parents, these kids, <laughs> they come home, parents are dead. Where are you having your house built, by the way? You're doing this grill and chill. Where's where your house being built? Right off of I-70 as you go out, you know, Mount Comfort Airport. 
That's where I'm. Um, right it's there. a nice that's area. That that area is probably gonna rain pop next. It's, a, it's an area that's like Fisher's was like 20 years ago, where yeah. the main. So you're gonna hate it in 20 years. The main. <laughs> I'm hoping I get some equity gain just simply because yeah. Fisher's is so inflated that. You know, it, uh, real estate prices, I learned in this search, go all off of schools. And Mount Comfort has really good schools, and they're really committed to that. And uh, their area is just, it's geographically, you there's like magazine kids? articles about how it's just geographically be just positioned around? to grow. Is there going to be a little Deetons running around? It's going to around? be a good little spot. Eventually. Hopefully. But yeah, I Hopefully. like it. What's cool about it is I can go up my neighborhood. It You go through a neighborhood called Cobblefield to get to it. So it's like this real nice neighborhood. It's like, damn. Yeah. Like, Decent's yeah, killing hey, it. Yeah, hey. I can send you guys. I can send you guys through Rosewood it's if like, you want to come out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that ain't us. I can send you guys through Rosewood to get to my house. Like, you guys can custom be like, This is a little more of the cookie cutter. Then you style. get to yeah. mine. I never thought I'd get a cookie cutter type house, but it's like when it comes, you you look out there and you're like, you tip know, it would number be cool one to have a new a Plant new trees. You know, brand new house and. You know, so Plant like, trees. How's your How's your house sit? You know east I mean? to west. It faces north south. Yeah, the Plant backyard trees faces up. directly south. Plant trees up. Yeah, we're already on that. I was looking at a weeping willow, but then I found out they no. need too much water. No, don't do that. So I want evergreens kind of going down either mm-hmm. side. I want a lot of privacy. But we're gonna have a little fire pit. I wish I knew how many square feet your backyard was because mine's eleven thousand square feet. So I'm just kind of my backyard to from post to post at the back end is two hundred and sixty-two feet. No, I'm talking like the total lot square feet. I just two hundred from one end to one end. It's two hundred and sixty-two feet from that end of the driveway. It is a hundred and eighty-five feet. But then it comes in. I couldn't tell you because it comes I'm in at an angle. At least about your size of it. I just want a big enough. Are you gonna call the sack? No. That's no. where you gotta get. That's no, where you get the resale. They have a sack, but it's too close to I seventy. Oh. They got the bigger yards are over where I was at. My big thing is I want a basement. So you got an older house, though, don't you? So you have a bigger yard. Uh, not a bigger yard. Our backyard's decent. Yeah. Well. You've tiny. seen some of the new cookie cutter houses that go up in Fishers and Noblesville. They're all cookie cutter. They're, yeah, we got plenty of space. They're stacked on top of each other. Yeah, yeah. It's a, mine's an arbor home. It's owned by. Do you have room uh, for a swing set, uh, oh, sandbox, yeah. and I mean, let throw the ball if you need. That's all you need. Yeah, we got plenty. We got plenty of space. <laughs> thousands of. Do you think that's going to be your home for a while? No, we'll probably be out of there in a couple of years. Yeah, that's my plan. This is like the five-year plan. I want to yeah, I think we're, before the we're probably thinking like... We're, who's going to live in these homes years. when everyone else does that? Because that's what everyone says. The next, the next <laughs> yeah, start, the next, next group, start yeah. of family. Yep, See, you. we're at that point right now, though. Do we make this our... We're thinking about putting a pool in. Oh, yeah. Make this, make, this our, make this our house. I think house. you need a basement. For your you can't. Crew you got. We can't. Then no, run you need to go. You need land. But we've also looked for a house with land. Mm-hmm. You know, it costs That's money. What it costs. We were but at and got off of it. It our big hang-up is we have a daycare. Yeah. yeah. And we have good clients. It it supports our family. It does a good job. So you take that out of the equation. I'd stay where the money was. We're while you can We got to stay where the I money is right now. They're small though. But we've I've looked around, but. We're to the point where if we're going to sell, we're going to go for our forever home. We, yeah. want, we want land. Yeah. 
ultimately we want land. We want to be Red Key. Like there's a house in Red Key. We want land. We want some land. It, it does. I, I just want, I want to have chickens. It does. Really? It's becoming I more and more chickens. of all right. All right, tell me. Let's let's kind of reel this back in. Yeah, we're we're all over the place. Yeah, we got yeah. we got you two talking every well over Straight each up other. War story. <laughs> I ain't heard a word from Braden in like ten minutes. I'm here. You, you hear? I'm here, in spirit. All right. <laughs> you just got here. Okay. All right. Yeah, we're good. Like too. Not, I looked at Braden's phone. He's military time. I use military time. Um, because I still, it takes me a while to realize what time it is. Like, I still don't just know it off the bat. Track 12. Well, I, I'd rather, like, I realize just not knowing the time, even though I, I literally wear an Apple watch, but like knowing the time is actually detrimental to me. So I literally do that. So I have to like actually so want to night, be knowing the time. So at night, do you have a fixed bedtime that you go to bed that you go into your bedroom? This dude showed no. me his bedtime routine last week and we were having a late night conference call. He was uh, going through some workflow processes. Thank you, by the way. You're really fucking oh, helping me welcome. a lot with this with this uh, project management stuff. That hel- yeah, well, that helped me for my work too. So it it helped it helped me too. Yeah. So do you do you have a set bedtime that you go to bed every night? Do you guys have a set bedtime no, now? I, you guys start pulling it up and now. going to bed. My sleep schedule is so fucked. I've been. I well, I, I've listened to the podcast. I know. Yeah. You're all over the place. Yeah, I'm. It's it's unhealthy as fuck. I got last night. I, went I don't to bed know at that. Six. I don't understand sleep enough, but I feel like, um, you know, I think we're like naturally told that we're supposed to go to sleep, like how you know the nighttime sleeping, but. I feel like if it wasn't for having a job, uh, I would be sleeping different. But you guys don't yeah, have that's, your that's where I'm at. I don't have a fucking. I don't have anybody have telling me when I need. Yeah. To be. yeah, yeah. See, I need to be up and downstairs by six thirty. Yeah, so that's when I went to yeah. bed. This there, morning. There's a six thirty a.m. I didn't so, know there like, was a six thirty. I'm in bed <laughs> ten ten thirty latest. Yeah. So on, no, I'm whenever like, I'm like disciplined one. and like and like do well with my sleeping schedule i'm in bed at 10 reading i'll read till 11 until your eyes burn or whatever yeah so i have out. a candle right next to the bed it's just like yeah i've been better. doing candlelight lately is that weird great. it's great i don't know why our brains are programmed to is it yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't tell shoeless joe jackson yeah, I, that shoeless joe jackson yeah, used to stare yeah. at a, a candle light, light to improve his hitting dim light it makes it yeah i don't i don't know it's it definitely helps me fall asleep and i think there's something to to go along with the fact that it's just like, okay, it's the campfire, it's time to go to bed. Yeah. This, yeah. this orangutan right here needs to needs to sleep. I've always been <laughs> somebody who can get up early though. You guys know that from me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that yeah. I was always there. I'd go to the gym and then go into work. What's your what do you remember the most I wish from, I was from ASI? <laughs> Couple stories. One, I walked in. I can't help but just I flipped on the lights and there was Larkin <laughs> sitting at his here. desk. Who? Larkin, just typing away in the dark. Oh, yeah, I've done that I before. don't know how long he was there. I got there at 7 a.m. I went to the gym, got to the gym at 6, worked out till 6.45, took a shower, walked over, changed, <laughs> walked over. I don't know how long. I didn't notice the light on. He was sitting there in the dark working. He's like, what do you do here when you get here this early? I'm like, well, I set up my day. You know, and then I know who I want to call early in the morning because I know the CEOs or the mm-hmm. guys I want to call and are going to be in the morning. That's what I hated about our calls. You had to make calls. Who are you really touching base with at 10 p.m. or mm-hmm. 10 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Who are you touching base with at 2 a.m.? Unless you already have that relationship and yeah. that you made, you're not. You're, you're dropping a voicemail. Yeah. That's what you're so doing. many voicemails. Oh, my God. That was uh, I, if I, I wish I would have known then what I know now. 
I that, mean, I've, of course, that's just life in general, right? That's been, yeah, I mean, right? Oh, I would immediately off. quit and have gone to sauce. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you guys all went out, when Deacon's you guys would all go out, you guys would have warned back. all of you to go <laughs> I'd be find so I'd be like, Man, that non-compete and burn it. I was mad yeah. that you guys wouldn't ask me to go out with you guys. Isn't that, I a, like Tom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, real nice but, dude. I mean, nice dude, but he will, he is not loyal. You also got to realize he's getting ready to retire. He's looking out for himself. Yeah. And yeah, he wants to business. retire. He wants to retire. Business, that, that ASI, like, I used to be like, why did I ever get involved with that organization? Like, how did I let this happen? But, but I will say this, Tom, Corey, awesome. if you're listening. I fell in love with the industry, and I met you guys. You got somebody's book it. of business. <laughs> and it was awesome, man. And I hate that Will was such a... Will gave such Tom a manipulator. his book of business. He was such a manipulator. Okay. He manipulated the crap out of me multiple times. Yes. Yeah, he's that was a, a skill though. He's a, he's a salesman. Yeah, I think that's what that's he's a really good salesman. I think that's one thing that when you get into sales, you realize that sales is actually everything. Everything mm-hmm. is sales, and everyone is trying to get a one up on the other person. He wants to so make you just better, gotta so fi- he gets a, a nice cut of what well, you're bringing in. You I gotta find to middle. People, and I think I want to change the whole out. I think the perception of the whole, like I hate even saying like because it. Especially like what we do now, like it, it, I do so much more. It doesn't feel sales. like sales. Yeah, I'm the sales rep, but oh my gosh, if you just saw all the stuff we have to do, and it's like, like uh, I think people around the country don't understand that. Like those are the most. What I love about our company in particular is like they really value the people that are generating the revenue for their company. And no, you guys, salaries. you guys are. Hey, uh, the there, mag- there are no uh, engineers needing SolidWorks that listen to this podcast. No, yeah, so, you know. I'll, I'll say, <laughs> no, no, the salesmen of today are even, now though. Yeah. If you look, if you that guys have all watched Mad Men, salesmen today are now the account managers, account men, and creative. Mm-hmm. That's what the salesmen yeah, of today need to be. He's all upset that, you know. Because you, once you got that sale, you got to take care of that baby. I mean, I like it though. I, I, I've never, my problem has been the dollar has never, the dollar part I feel like is I've never really cared too much about, but like the actual figuring out, cause for me, it's like a game of, can I figure out some way that I could, there's got to be a, an angle I can take here that would click. I assume I can sell anything if the need does. I don't know that the need's there. That has would, it has to. Ha- there has to be. A I need. would love to see him in the Detroit area selling. Selling what? <laughs> selling software. Anything. Uh, any because all. I never realized it until I started selling software. How many? How many companies incorporate the big three? It goes all the way down. I called one guy that. and he was the guy who made the friggin'. Thing for the locks on doors because we don't use software. I, get, I just cut yeah, the rods. The beauty, of, <laughs> the beauty of if you do it right is it's it's not selling at all. Like I don't. So I tell people straight up like we're more expensive. We're not. It, it, we're trying to find out if it's a fit. It's all about customer success, and that's why we literally have just. It, that's why I was. You know, like I said, I would have just quit right away and gone to the. Like what we saw at Advanced Solutions was the Autodesk side, yeah. and it's a side of technology that's so ugly. It's just all about selling well, it's, software. It's like anything. Solid it's is opinion, all about though, how do we make our yeah. customers successful. It's, it's all a about totally opinion. But what yeah. I've learned from selling that software was when I work for other con- companies now is just like none of these companies are all, a lot of companies aren't adapting to what's coming. Mm-hmm. They're not ready for it. Mm-mm. They're not prepared when it's the low end, actually, right now, to get into this technology. 
they're not prepared. They're just like, no, no, no. But it's coming. Yeah, and you, it, had, it, you had Indiana as a territory. That's definitely I had Indiana here. and Michigan, it's but I'm just saying. Different in different parts of the country, it really is. It like is. Out west, you know, they have startups. They're yeah. like, we need 3D, we need SolidWorks. Oh, we have startups. Well, you, you see the startups even around <laughs> yeah. here, you saw them. You saw the younger people, they know. But these established companies are just are not the company me and him worked for. They just yeah, they're, they're stuck. They I'm, could I they, they, instead today, of spending a big chunk name, now and saving yeah. for the next twenty years, yeah. they're just it boils down to this. Cool. It's like, are you guys okay just with this? Like, if this is all your business ever was, are you okay with that? And if the answer is yes, let me know. I'm out. One of my favorite. And there's quotes. too much. If it's not broke, if it. If yeah. it's not broke, don't fix it. it. That's how a lot of these older companies are. That we'd call, I'd just be like, oh, one of my favorite quotes is, if you're not investing in new technology, you are going to be left behind. It's like, it's mm-hmm. just period. <laughs> yeah, I do with, so I do a lot of marketing with different businesses, and they still think that it's all about... The mailer? Yeah, the mailer. Oh, my God. Like, Google AdWords. So AdWords is like, it's... A tool in the arsenal, but it's not what you build your business on. I tell everybody right now, I'm 43 years old. When the penny thing comes in the mail, it's great for starting a fire. <laughs> I don't look through it. So if you're a business and you think that's a good investment, it's not. You know what's crazy? They wouldn't do it if they weren't getting a return. That's crazy, though, because I see those things. And I never There's some psychopath. What's their buy-in? There's some psychopath out there that's buying shit on mailers. I, I, I use coupons every now and then, but it's very rare. It's that. nowhere near, like... Like Facebook ads? Those Facebook knows more about you than you know about uh, you. That's why I'm not on Facebook. Yeah. Well, you got to get He's with one. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> one of nine why? people left. Hey, hey if you're not going to adapt to technologies, <laughs> I, I, you're going to get left behind. Here's my yeah. reason behind like Facebook. And back at literally I'm in 2011, touch, I was like I'm in so touch behind. with the people that I care to tell about my life. That's fair. I, I'm in touch with the people that I care to tell about my life. I don't I re- care. I respect that about if you, If somebody I went to school with and graduated with in 1994 that's now a chemical engineer working in Connecticut or whatever cares that I took my kid to trick-or-treat the other night. That's what, not what it is, though. It's not like people are still just posting food pics. What else, what else yeah, are they, no, what else are they the posting? Almost I, all of my relationships are formed from Instagram. But Instagram's not Facebook. It is, though. They own Instagram. Yeah, it's but... It's just a different portal to I look don't get at Instagram, though, either. I, but, see, I'm not in the business. I see the business aspect of it. I mm-hmm. do. But for me, generally, I'm not in business. It's like, now, if I own something, yeah, I'd be posting, get followers. You know, it's, mm-hmm. But Social, for me, I don't... It's just opt-in marketing, truthfully. Um, like, that's what it really is. And we use it for our own benefits. I deleted the apps. The only app I have on my phone now is Twitter, and I've done that for a month now. I'm not getting rid of Twitter. I love Twitter. I love Twitter. I I love everything about Twitter. I love the good, the bad, the ugly. The thing is, is what's Facebook's, (laughs) Facebook's good, bad, and ugly is like way, it's like different. It's like wars over people's opinions just because and, um, I think that the uh, the thing I, I read the other day was something about people put on, like, Facebook and Instagram, they're posting as their post. And then, like, the, the follow-up is just secondary, just comments, you know? Whereas in Twitter, it really is set up as a thread with a true, yeah. like, engagement. So yeah. that's why I've went that route. Because at the end of the day, I'm a social person. I, I don't know that I can do no social interaction. Yeah. So you can what do am- Naked and Afraid? I mean, I... For a period of time, maybe, but not. I don't know about forever. I would love to go off grid. I'd love to try it, maybe. It's the, it's the not it's eating. It's the afraid. It, I couldn't do 
Guys, there's an old film, probably still holds up, called The Wilderness Family. There's two films on it. This guy takes his takes his family out out of the city and brings them to the country and has them live in that country. They go through adventures, you know. It's a Disney movie type of thing, but um, I want to. I would love just to take my kids. You see people that do it and just experience life. Mm-hmm. I want a wild thorn buried. I'm not gonna lie. I catch, I catch myself all the time taking pictures of my my stuff and I post take them out west. Take them take them to you the national take park. Them all else. You could take them north. You, you could take them. You could take them to your closest state park. Let's even start there, people. Yes, <laughs> let's let's go to your park. I advocate camping. Take them. Get them out. Yeah, and you can still take your phones, but you know what? They're outside. Yeah, I know. That's I, like, outside. That's a step. That's honestly like that Pokemon Go thing. Honestly, the concept of it and what it created and what it produced, probably the greatest health like gimmick of all time. I don't know. May- it had potential. It had the seedlings of that. Yes, it wasn't used, it but I'm saying while. the concept itself could have it did been really well. Examples of a quick fad that went out. Like, it's their technology. Yeah, honestly, the technology. Niantic's technology is insane. Yeah, Niantic it, eventually they'll they'll end up powering the VR reality. Yeah, but you know what's wild is they didn't last very long, but they made a fuck ton of money. So yeah, so, question for you guys. Yeah, would you would you rather make that same amount of money in a longer amount of time? I mean, isn't that the goal? Okay, right. Right. So, what do you guys think of AI? Well, what do you think of really AI? Weird question. What does AI like think of AI? Do you think there should be broad. limits? I don't think we can set I, limits because there's going to yeah, be somebody I care who's more about break security. Them. Like the if you're talking in text context to security, I mean they're already they're already using stuff that you just couldn't even imagine. Wasn't uh, ten years ago the they were collecting data in, in, um, on you Elon? You Didn't he say they had some AI going and they had to shut it down because it was just that was Facebook and it had it created its own language. Yeah, and it was just, <laughs> they were just like, no, this is, it's too advanced. We got to shut it down. Yeah. But they probably didn't shut it down. They probably because just said it's that. It's running, and it's inside of Mark Zuckerberg right yeah. now. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. That's you know the, the little chips in your... Yeah, that's why they took him to court. Your, uh, in your phones? It no, developed in, uh, its own language. Cards. Oh, yeah? We had, chips in, we had chips when we were in Iraq. This is 2003, 2004. There were no chips in bank cards. Then. So there's technology... The mm. government has that just hasn't been rolled out. Just like when when Trump posted those pictures of that bomb blast, everybody was like, "Whoa, those are too high resolution." He posted the wrong picture. You know, there's shit out there that that's out there. We just don't know. Oh about man, it. if you knew the satellite capabilities, oh, they, I'm, had, I'm they sure. only they still only publicly acknowledge they have the keyholes. Which, I'm sure they caught me back by my garbage like cans. The 70s. The They've got stuff times. that's in geosynchronous orbit that they go out there and they say, yeah. look at this guy. In fact, we should smile at some time while we're in here. Iraq, we were, one time I was posting guard, and there were, I could see a fire going out there, which wasn't unusual. But there'd only be one person. It was, they were watching the fields because other people would come. Well, <laughs> I'm watching. I, Silence. And I got the, the thermal on, which kind of sucked because the thermal's up, and the flame is just brightening out. We had special forces go in. They said, okay, Anaconda, I was Anaconda 1-9. That was my tower. So what's what's one technology you think is going to come that we don't see in the consumer world right now? The, definitely I'll the glasses article you did no, the other day that we've talked about a couple times. Don't Those are coming. The glasses, the glasses, yeah. Like the, I can't believe they haven't had that yet to where I'm, I'm walking around and it's just like, Jeremy, and it's like pulling up like a profile of you and stuff. Like mm-hmm. your face this is gone. And at least... I know, I know for a fact, and in the book I'm writing, 
they use this, but like in their like the CIA and military, they already have this. It's just it's not virtual reality; it's augmented, it's augmented reality. Yeah, and they are using that now in a lot of different industries. Like, say you're an electrical guy working on like power lines; they've got like special glasses, like they can go in, you know, and it's showing them be you know real precise medical they've already got that technology medical with like the halo lens yeah, I yeah, mean, like the, i the, mentioned they're in their brain really tight spaces with tiny precision instruments i see everybody having a 3d printer today. in their house so it's yeah. it's not and you just download what it's you not far-fetched at all it's just it. when do the public get a piece of that when do the, yeah when do we get the public I, what's terrifying is what is that going to end up doing that's going to end up putting cameras on everyone's faces constantly yeah. It's Wally. It, it, it's well, and what <laughs> it's I, I was just thinking about this the other day. I'm always one of those that's been like, I hate the thought of like we were talking AI and cameras out of sight of my window. But then I watch those series like can the confession tapes, and it makes me almost just be like, you know what? Fuck it. Put a camera out of every single thing. Put a satellite overhead. That's what they so were that hoping. These innocent people. <laughs> Stop going to jail. As long as you're not doing wrong, what the fuck? Have you seen? Though? Have you seen the movies? The prosecutors though? knowing they're innocent, defending their position, and just being like, "No, like this guy, this guy." Like you got to watch that show, man. It's a really good. It's yeah, but when when footage does movie, exist, like, that all they got to do is say, "Yeah, the camera, yeah, it broke." That's true. When they want you, they want you, and that's the problem. Though we got to have something. Body cameras suddenly go out. Do you not listen to serial? Our biggest problem in the U.S. is our justice system. Caitlin did. Serial is like when was when podcasts. That's when podcasts. Yeah, that's when podcasts popped off. Did she watch any of this stuff afterwards? So we watched the HBO series. Yes, that was good. Yes, I I don't think you did it. I don't either. They were were based. Their case was based on old technology. You watched Innocent Man, right? I thought it was you. I mean, I watched Making a Murder. I still don't know about that one, though. I don't think the boy had anything to do with it. Please, I'll give you this chair. I don't think the boy had anything to do with it in Making a Murder, but I don't know about the the dude. Yeah. I I think they had a vendetta against him, but there's... Like, when I hear about all these conspiracy theories, I'm just going to say, a lot of people got to keep their mouth shut. A lot of people. You see what's going on right now in the Trump administration... You gotta have a lot of people keep their mouth shut. You, you just right. can't. It's impossible. I don't. I don't. I think no. I don't think that. It was, there was um. Well, I I don't I I don't know how you can think that people can't keep secrets like that. How many people gotta keep the secret? I don't know. How many people? Gotta I don't know how many people who know the secret. So I don't know, right? A ton of people have to keep the secret. I don't know, and 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 you're talking about people keeping secret. Why, they, the people who get to know secrets, they've probably got pass or something or something on them that probably prevents them from See, that's releasing think, it. Honestly, this is my conspiracy theory with this administration. I think some people got some shit on some people. I think, and they're freaking out. That is, and the, I think, it, and I think it's a lot of people in the cabinet, and they're all freaking out. I think somebody's got, and Democrats would be the same way if they're in office right now. I, I just, I think somebody's got some so shit on some people right because people there's so much stuff out there about everybody office. now. That's what's scary. I think so there's many some people shit out there and they're like, like we're going to put it out there. And everybody's like, hey, what well, do you want us to say? One, gotcha. one person well, at a time. A Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, it may go back, but it's like. I mean, do you want it to be all one person talking the entire time? No, I'm just saying. No, but one, one, only one saying. person can talk I mean, at a time. Back. I mean, I'm just saying it's like 
I'm just asking. No, it's it's ninety percent. I'm, I'm just telling you my conspiracy other. right now. I think there's with the age of technology right now. I think they got shit on everybody who's in office. I'm saying Republicans and Democrats, but right now, to get people to go on what side they needed to go on, they're gonna push their agenda. See that that's the like information warfare that I think that people don't even think of because theoretically, couldn't you? I mean, if if you were in control of people, you'd really want to know the dirt on them. Nobody's Jesus Christ. Exactly. Nobody lives a pure life. Think of all the and things you've been followed for years. Yeah, think of all the things you've done that, like, oh god, I really don't want anyone knowing about that. And maybe it wasn't horrible, but you wouldn't want anyone favors knowing. Favors are being asked right now. Yeah, that's what I honestly believe on both sides of the party, and it's just gonna get messy. I, I'm I'm so afraid for the. Next it could be interesting years. though, because you know, theoretically, when you have that level of information spillage. Maybe some good stuff. I feel like Trump, if he does anything, if, if there's anything that I can pray that that man does that I can support, it's if this man does get impeached, I hope he gets out and just spills everything. <laughs> I want the aliens. I want everything. You know what I mean? I want to hear it all. And he's threatened that, though. He literally did. He said, if you guys do this, I'm talking. Like, Don't he said that. you think that if there were aliens, we would have more information about them? I don't know. I don't know. No. I mean, we have unexplained things things so i mean that we can't necessarily link to an alien but we can't not link to an alien you know how the pyramids happen we, we we still just assume that a man somehow did that even with you know whatever yeah i we'll think they be. were probably skilled workers i don't think it was a workforce of slaves i don't well, i'm not yeah i don't know i'm saying i don't know what it was yeah. i'm saying how do we not know it was an alien how do we not know all these some of these other things were alien you know Alien. I mean, we just don't that know. About anything, right? That's what I'm saying. We have no way to prove it or disprove it. <laughs> so I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't come to a final. I. I don't. I feel like I don't have to make a final like call on it because I can't. What do you think the percentages are though? Because I there's a lot of things you can't prove or disprove. Like you can't prove or disprove that there's a god. Okay. But I mean, you have to go with percentages. Y- yeah. So so ask me, okay, ask me from the percentage standpoint then. What percentage do you think that there's aliens that are doing all these things? Okay, under that question, I don't know. I'd still say it's pretty low. I would yeah, say it's pretty exactly. low. So it's I'm, fun to talk about. Yeah, it's, it, and that, that, that's all it is. That's all that I really care about is I'm not trying to convince anyone that there are aliens, but I think you're insane to say that there's not when you can't say that. My opinion on ancient <laughs> astronaut theory, I definitely think they have a lot of good... Po- I mean, there was definitely... I definitely believe that we're not alone, and there's... A, um, Do you think that they're, they're responsible for... I think they can all be related. I think that, honestly, they could all be related. I think that there's too many coincidences and, and different things. I think that, honestly, I think, like, when you get on the topic of heaven, even, it's like, I, I'm more of the belief of, like, if you've seen... Go, uh, go, uh, Game of Thrones and like Braun the Broken, the way he can get in the trees and like he's like all everything at mm-hmm. once. That's kind of what I've interpreted heaven to be is like you can just be everything at once. I think you just we become part of this like collective being that is the universe, but it's like I think we'll find out that and maybe we can all be you know, this is getting way out there, but it's like. We were, he, they say in the Bible, like, he was, we were created in his image. Mm-hmm. That means he's like us. That means he's like, he's, or, he could be like us up there. So I, I talk about us. this once in a while. I think that us humans have made God in our image 
though the Bible says that we are made in His image. So I think we try and make God a big human in the sky. I'm gonna se- I'm gonna second that opinion. I completely That's agree totally with that. That's totally true. The Bible is has been has been so many people have taken the stories too literal. Mm-hmm. Well, and not. Uh, I I only speak of this because they, they like any story they get twisted over a long like time. Like my my grandfather just passed away, and my mom told me that you know in his last days he was just mumbling. He was deaf. Mm-hmm. But he had fallen into kind of like a coma. He was 90 years old. It was it was his time. But his last words, one of his last words were, I believe. So I believe there's a there's another level there that we go to. I honestly believe there's another level that our body, our mind, we leave our body. We go somewhere else, and that's where you're meant to go. I believe... I hope we can go up there and I can be, I mean, literally, like... I have this, I really think that it's like, we find out what the universe is, and it's that we can basically be anything and everything. Like, you can go experience, you know how in game, like, I think other people feel this way too, but like Braun, he's like, I don't really want anymore. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Because he's been able to literally see everything. I've yeah. experienced that. I really, experienced I really that. do I sometimes that. think that the human consciousness is like trapped in the body. Like, I don't know what happens next, but... And I, I went through an extreme spiritual and religious journey over the past few years and even then before that. And I think it boiled down to me and, and what I just tell anyone is I think I've just realized at the end of the day you got to believe in something. Exactly. You've just got to find gotta that. Something. I don't know... I don't know what totally it is. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you got to find that. I would agree. I totally agree. There, if you don't believe in God, there's got to be something to believe in, or else why are you here? Wait, it, it, well, are you? What's your purpose? It doesn't have to be uh, God, though. But yeah, exactly. Just have. That's what you I'm have to saying. Believe in some kind of purpose. Yeah, you, I, and I don't think that it's necessarily necessary, but I think that the <laughs> the human brain necessarily necessary. Yeah, I think that the human brain has has evolved that now it is it just boils down to the the it's like that will to survive it like you can shut that off that's why people you guys ever read give books up i feel like well people afterlife mm. i mean i've i've heard I, I, i've read a couple books and they're quite remarkable one of them was a pastor that there's he i mean found there's out some what his purpose was in life. like he well he was coming home from a conference got in a very bad accident went to heaven, experienced what he experienced, but was wondering why he came back. And when but, he came back, it was more about his story when he came back. He was one of the first people. His arm was so broken that the bones were so chipped that they had to take him out, and they put one of those things where they separate your arm and the bone slowly grows. And he was one of the first people, and he sat through that, and the pain he went through, and he realized, he said, that's why God, God told me I had another plan. He, when he was up there, he, he said, God told me I have another plan for you yet. And he firmly believes that because that's, he went through the pain. Like to reconstruct his arm? 18 months of this. This is the pain of the accident just to tell people. This is what happened to me, and he's gone. It, when people but see have that this, that guy changed his life because he believed. That's that's, that's my point. Thing. But I've also like it doesn't when, matter that there was my, a when my a thing that he was believed alive, in. when they lived in their house. My great grandpa, my great grandpa, or great uncle was passing away, and it might have been just him going through the motion. But this is when powerful drugs you couldn't get powerful drugs in your house. Mm-hmm. 
He was like, I see Jesus Christ. He was telling my grandma, his sister, I see could Jesus Christ. Could that be Christ. the brain, though? It could be time. something in your brain, but why is your, your brain just I don't you have that. a hard time with any of those visions, because if it hasn't happened to you... It's yeah, right. it is hard. I have right. a real my hard point time is, with that, but I agree So one of my brain. friends just had a guy that I work with and do some work for. He just had a triple bypass and died. On the table. Technically, yep. Yeah. He said the lights just went out. That's what I've heard. And the people that tell me that always scares me. I'm like, that's yeah, fucking terrifying. Yeah, I'm like, How well, but like it wasn't yeah, they just close, put a, well, a close well, sign up yeah. and you're done. And, and yeah. the, even the ones that do, all but the was ones he I've sleeping? heard about the sightings, was he sleeping? Out, he it sounds to me though? like an unconscious person. What happens is your brain is still functioning a little bit and you start dreaming. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, you're seeing. I, I, I just think I can't help it. But that's, I'm a I think the, I believe in God. I, but, but I, I think that the point is that, we, like, I don't know. I'm not, like, I saw the light. I'm like, yeah, you had you had an overhead light over your eyes. You were in surgery and you passed out. Like, so you don't you don't believe in heaven in the afterlife, though? <laughs> no, but I do. Like I, I do. Just said, he's I just. Really I think he's just saying I don't. I'm not unable to really define. Yeah, I can't go with the the anecdote because it's like one with a little kid, Greg Kennard's in the movie, little kid who passed away. He said he saw his grandpa. You go, what does he look like? And he showed him an old picture. He's like, that's what he looks like. He showed him a younger picture. That's, a, that's what he looks like right there. Yeah, well, maybe. And then, and then he goes on and tells other stories. And he tell, he, he paints a picture of what Jesus looks like. And his dad, his dad's a pastor. And was it a Middle Eastern man? Yeah, he's, he's a no, he white guy that, with a beard. That's <laughs> the stuff that <laughs> Or was it Cesare Borgia? I believe his son. And then he was on YouTube. And there was a girl who said she died. And she painted a picture of Jesus. And his son looked. That's him right there. I have an open And it's a Middle Eastern guy. Kind of thing. Darker skinned guy. And if it happened to me, I would be the you know same thing. I'd be trying to tell people about it, but it's just until it does happen to you, it yeah. just really yeah. hard. It's like seeing a UFO. Because I'm a believer, and he hasn't it. done that with me. He answered, <laughs> he's answered some prayers. But yeah, that's, for that's sure. It. You know, that's all. I haven't had to talk with him. We have been all over the place. <laughs> We're at two hours and 16 minutes. Good for us. No edit. That, no edits. Things out. I don't edit. No edits. Braden, what do you want to leave us with? Um, go learn something new tonight, tomorrow. <laughs> do it every day, but you know, at least once this weekend, maybe. Yeah. All right, Rick. What do you got? Just be good to everybody. Don't judge anybody. You don't know what they're going through. Walk a mile in their shoes before you think they might be having a bad day, but let's go about yours. Okay. Before I go to Deetson, I'm just going to jump in and say, why don't you two do that with each other? Oh, but I do. I you're just be Deetson. <laughs> just like to have fun. What are you, <laughs> what are you leaving them, Deets? I'm just saying, you know, be humble and get out and see the world. I mean, come on, care about your world a little bit more. We got to, we're, there's so many people and there's less and less, you know, land and, and, and natural resources. We know that's a, a big hot button issue. Like, let's really value it and take care of it and be smart about how we're using it and get out and see it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Today's episode was brought to you by itinerary.com. How do you spell that? I can't tell if you're sliding me right now. I'm not. Like I'm trying to plug you guys. Uh, okay, just fun. making sure. I-T-I-N-E-R-E-I. Oh, wait, I spelled that wrong. You spelled your own company. I spelled my own company wrong. wrong. You put me yeah, on I this. I should have jumped in. He's, he's actually just our COO, but <laughs> I spelled the old thing wrong. It put me on R. Just say it everybody Yeah. Yeah. So there's two R's. Yeah, I tender. No, two R's at the end? No. Because you just said two hours at the end. Oh, did I? Yeah, we yeah. should have looked at it. We, you can yeah, cut that part. You can, you can Check out Itinerary. They plan your trips for you. They make it <laughs> so you go out and see the cool shit whenever you're traveling. It's a really cool concept. I'm excited to use it. 
This has been fun, gentlemen. Can I don't know what exactly thing? we talked about. Yeah, I, go ahead. If you're ever on this podcast, go to the bathroom and tell me it's not Patty's bathroom from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I'll fight you if you say it's not. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. All right. Thanks, fellas. This is fun. Thanks. <laughs>